With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Those creditors and father. <laughs> Recorded live. Sorry about that. Carry on, Mike. Yeah, but um, and then after Bill so Thornton, after Bill Thornton, I was thinking this all makes sense, but there's got to be an easier way. And then it wasn't too long after that I heard Carl on Angela's call. I was like, holy shit, I knew it was easy and I knew there was an easier way than all this other stuff. Because Carl was basically saying everything Bill Thornton was saying in about one-sixteenth of the time. Carl just, he took all the best of Bill Thornton's stuff, all the best of Rod Class's stuff, all the best of Dean Clifford stuff. Carl just took only the the bare bones of everything that made sense. And he put it in a condensed version and said, this is all you need to know. So he just pretty much summarized all the good information that was on the internet, just condensed it down to one tiny little package. This is all you guys need to know. If you want to go and look it up, the habeas corpus act of whatever 1696 or whatever you guys can look it up you want to look up corpus juris secundum go look it up that's fine but you don't need to you don't need to know any of that you don't need to waste all your time studying it this is what it means and this is why it works and this is all you have to say i was like holy crap he just made it so easy and i just never looked back Wonderful. Yep. Like I still, when Bill Thornton's on Angela's call, I'll listen to him and I will learn a few things. I don't know if I can say I'll actually learn anything, but he will say roughly the same thing Carl says, but in a different way. So it's just another, it's kind of like, it's kind of like I'm looking at a car And then I step back and I move to the side a little bit and I look at the car from a different angle. Now I'm just getting more of the picture. So it's not like I'll probably learn anything from Bill when he comes on the call, but I'll see a different angle of the same car. I'll see more of the car, but just from a different angle. That's all it is. Once you get the bare basics, the uh, a good solid foundation, everything is just extra not needed yeah and what's your second thing um learn this stuff and I try to at first um when I first start listening um I remember a couple of times and I was on a private conversation with Carl and I was as he was helping me with my case and he was like do you know what this uh Seventh Amendment saying. And I said, yeah, a lot of people know that, you know, and I kept talking. He kept asking me. But really, I didn't. I know it, but I didn't know which one it was. 
And so he said, you know, you have a right uh, trial by jury, I believe. That was the seventh one. Um, and I do hear him talk about you preserve your rights for trial by jury, but I didn't know that was the extra seven in the seventh amendment. You know, like the fifth amendment, I know you have a right to be down. But, and so I said, fine, I told him, look, I don't know. You know, because this thing is not about ego. It's not about, um, okay, yeah. if you didn't know, that's fine. You can know. You can Well, that was that was kind of a trick anyway, because there's no such thing as a Fifth Amendment, and there's no such thing as a Seventh Amendment. They're articles of the Bill of Rights. The Fifth Article of the Bill of Rights. The Seventh Article of the Bill of Rights. The amendments don't happen till what, 13th, 14th Amendment or whatever? The rest yeah, of them are just articles to the Bill of Rights. That's true, because they was also to they start at no, and then there's another one I want to say I can't think not the Constitution, but there's another one that they did. Uh, it wasn't ratified until um, I just kind of think of this name. It's another because, one. They got the Bill of Rights, the uh, Constitution, and there's something else. Articles of Confederation or the Declaration of Independence. No, one more. Pre- preamble? No. And I think of it in my head. But, just, but just going back to the basics, just look at the word amendment. It means it's been changed or something added to it or whatever amend means. So just by calling it a fifth amendment, mm-hmm. that means the legal system has gone in and changed the wording. Why did they change the wording? Because they didn't like it. It's not that we didn't like it. It's they didn't like it. They made an amendment to it. It just shows that it's their crap. They changed it their way and not for our benefit. And that's what we wanted. What would be the basis? Is there original? Well, there's the Bill of Rights. Right, the first article of the Bill of Rights, the second article of the Bill of Rights, Article right. One, Article Two, Article Three, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, magically, at some point in time, everybody was trained to say the First Amendment. It's not the First Amendment; it's Article One. It's the original. It's not an okay. amendment. It's the original. It's, that's not speaking legalese, using it like that. I, I don't know. I I don't have a Bill of Rights, and I don't have an amendment. I don't have a Constitution. I don't have a Declaration of Independence. I don't have any of those things. None of them apply to me. I'm a man, and you can't punch me in the face because I said so. Not because some government or some lawyer or some founding father, whatever that means, on whose father he was, but it doesn't really apply to mm-hmm. me. I don't need mommy to tell me that mommy is not allowed to punch me in the face. Because actually, she ain't my mommy. I don't know why I would call her my mommy. Right? The government's not my mom or dad. So why is why would I look to the government to tell me what I'm allowed to do, what they're allowed to do, what I'm not allowed to do, what they're not allowed to do? I can do anything I want as long as I'm not hurting anyone. I'm not I'm not causing any 
cuts, scrapes, bruises, or broken bones. I'm not smashing any of your property. I'm not stealing anything from you. I'm not breaching any contract that's causing you to lose money. If I'm not affecting your life in any way, you can't tell me shit. I'll, I'll continue to do exactly what I wish I to do. If I, if I cause harm in the process, I better fix it fast. Because that's when somebody's going to get jurisdiction over me. If I make a mistake and I cause harm, loss, or injury, I better fix my mistake. I better compensate them one way or another. Because if I don't compensate them, now I'm in dishonor. And they can get jurisdiction over me and clobber me in court. Okay, so the other night, then, when you and I were speaking, is that, you know, you said you can listen all you want, and Carl videos and this and that, but when you get it, is that just your own little tweak on it? Because I've heard Carl mention it in his videos, or in his audios. He said, you do know, Honor, that, you know, it's against Constitution or uh, Bill of Rights. So he uses it, but you just don't use it at all. Or you don't. Now, Carl, he uses it for defense at that moment in time. Can you, right? You know, no, some... no, Carl, Carl doesn't use it. Carl writes his one-page claim or his one-page notice, and he attaches an exhibit. So he's saying, I don't believe any man has the right to punch me in the face. And then he'll attach an exhibit and say, oh, look, not only is that my belief, but it's also the legal society's rules. Right here, the legal society's own rules say this. Funny thing, I said I said nobody can do this to me, but the government also says nobody can do this. The Bible also says nobody can do this to me. Everybody knows that nobody can do this to me. So why did it happen? So Carl's not saying the government says they're protecting me from this happening. Carl's saying you can't do this. Like, I wouldn't go in and say, oh, the motor vehicle code says I can go through a stop sign as long as I do this first, or if this happens. I'm not saying the motor vehicle code says I can or can't do anything. I'm going to say, what man or woman says I'm not allowed to do this? What, what, what man or woman says I have to stop at a stop sign? Because no man or woman can say that to me. Yeah, that's the golden rule, right? Yeah. No man can tell another man what he can and cannot do, think and believe. Well, and... no, the, the golden rule is do unto others as you would have them do unto you, meaning you don't want everybody on the street to walk up and punch you in the face, so right. obviously you don't have the right to go and punch anybody else in the face. The idea is if you're good to me, I'm good to you. The Bible also says eye for an eye. You poke me in the eye, I have every right to poke you in the eye back. I believe so that. You, so you should probably not poke me in the eye because you're, you're going to get poked in the eye too. So see a lot of people say revenge is okay. The Bible says eye for an eye. But I don't look at it as a revenge law. I look at it as a preventative law. Because I know if I poke you in the eye, you're going to poke me in the eye, and I don't want to get poked in the eye, so I'm just not going to go there. I'm not going to bother. 
I'm not going to bother. I'm not going to pull out a gun and shoot at you if I know you have a gun and you have a better shot. I'm going to get killed trying to kill you. This is probably a bad idea. I shouldn't do that. If I kill your brother, your brother kills my brother, this is probably going to end ugly. So I shouldn't do anything to you that you're going to do back to me. Eye for an eye. Just don't do it. You don't want to lose your eye. Don't take anyone's eye. Kind of like uh, standing up to the bully on the block then. Mm, Sort of, yeah. I don't even think it's standing up to the bully on the block. It's saying don't be a bully. Right? You're still looking at it as a revenge thing. If If there's a bully on the block, you get to get them back. I don't look at it that way. I look at it as there should be no bullies because people can get back at the bully. Nobody should be a bully. I will hear, yeah, I'm, yeah, I meant the same thing. I was like, as a bully, you don't mess with the, nobody else. Just do your own thing. But when somebody comes messing with you, you know, that's the bully on the block kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you just you stand up to the bully. That's kind of like your courts, basically. But, I, saw the, I saw Colin had posted a video about that that they're cracking down on people who who believe in common, in common law. They're, they arrested, I don't know how many people they arrested for believing it, for requesting the common law and, you know, telling other people about it. Well, my guess it was probably stupid people doing stupid things or angry right. people doing angry things. Right. But in my opinion... If you go to the courthouse and you request defendant forms and you put your name in the defendant spot and then you start writing all this gibberish like I am man, blah, blah, blah. You just said you're a defendant and now you're saying you're a man. You're obviously confused. You should just shut up and sit down and we'll deal with this for you because you obviously have no clue what you're doing. Because you're saying I'm a defendant, you're filing defendant paperwork and saying I'm not a defendant. How can you write I'm not a defendant on a defendant form where you declared you are the defendant? It's retarded. But that's what people are doing on a regular basis. That's one of the, there were several reasons, you know, when after I I didn't get served them court papers or summons, but there was a bunch of things that happened. And it was one of the things that they say, Wait, who's the one that's claiming I'm the defendant? You know, when you go with the clerk and you said the, the other show there the other night, be nice and courteous to the uh, clerk because they they don't have to help you at all. And uh, yeah, I remember Carl had saying something about that with the with the clerk. And I guess it's just uh, I don't know. I'm just a, my fear is, is making like I said the other night, dotting my eyes and T's, and then handing it in the clerk, and they don't reject it or something like that. You know? Yeah, but I think most people see. You got to remember too that for one, maybe maybe it is true that every clerk of the court is a clerk of the court. I will say that is true. But every man or woman that is acting as a clerk of the court is different than any other, every other man or woman. So even in the same courthouse, 
if I go and I talk to clerk of the court lady Betty, she can be very sweet, very polite, very helpful. And then I can go the next day and I can talk to clerk of the court lady Margaret and she might be a little witch. They're different people. And also you got to remember that although the law is the same, no matter where you go, the processes and procedures are different. Sometimes the names are different. Some places you might have a writ of whatever and someone else, somewhere else is called a writ of something else. The words, the names might change, but um, the, an, an individual courthouse might have a certain, quote, in-house policy where this is the way they like to file their paperwork because it's easy for them in their system. But you got to remember that everywhere is different. So as well as that, I'm a bit of an asshole on the talk shoe calls sometimes, but when I go to the courthouse and I talk to the clerk of the court lady, I'm super nice and super polite. I'm cheerful. I'm willing to accommodate if they need me to say or do something for them to file my paperwork, I'll say it or I'll do it to make their job easy because they're going to do what I'm expecting them to do anyway. As long as they're going to help me out, I will be accommodating to give them what they need to do what I'm telling them to do. But yeah, a lot of people... Put on his papers were Carl put, uh, uh, you know, help helping the clerk file. Well, then yeah, but, put on there says that uh, use this form only to help aid the clerk or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of part I was saying, part of what I was saying. But um, a lot of people, okay, as, as you got to remember too, especially if it's in your own case, you have a personal stake in that uh, in the outcome of that case. And and it's and it's usually something like they're trying to take your house or they're trying to throw you in jail or they're trying to take your kids away. It's usually some kind of emotional traumatic situation going on and people obviously have emotional ties to what's going on and a lot of people can't control their emotions. And I don't mean they're going to scream and yell. They might, they might not they may sit there and start crying their eyes out or they might not. But some people might get a little snippy or make rude comments or huff and puff and roll their eyes and start pissing people off. And little things like that are going to be bad. So what I think a lot of people should do is what Carl says, send it in, certified mail. Don't stand there and flap your lips. Don't sit there and listen to them spew code to you. Don't argue with them what their rules are. Don't even listen to them talk to you about what their rules are. Just mail it in and be done. Yeah, actually, that's good, though, because then you got something, if something didn't go through, that's documented. Yeah, and they're going to they're gonna send you your paperwork back and say, sorry, I refuse to file this. Oh, really? <laughs> Thanks for putting that on paper. When you write them back, yeah, greetings, Betty. Thank you for uh, returning my documents with your letter. 
However, uh, I require blah, blah, blah. Send it back to her. Now, you've got something on paper. She's going to send something back. She's probably going to file your documents if you write your letter properly. If not, you have other options. Instead of dealing with clerk of the court lady, deal with the court clerk, which is the yep. clerk of the court's boss. If that doesn't work, you're super nice and polite. You don't get anywhere. Talk to the chief justice, chief magistrate, whatever they're called in your courthouse. I don't know, practice master, depending on where you are on the planet, there's different the names. Article, but the Article Three judge. I have no idea what an Article Three judge is. I'm t I'm saying the head guy or woman. Yeah, the manager of the building. Yeah, uh, yeah. if that's what you want to call them, that's fine. But um, that's a parole thing, did it? Yeah, the the point is, you go up the chain politely and properly. And I bet you you're going to see some changes, probably before you have to write to the man or woman who acts as attorney general. You'll probably get somewhere if you're polite and if you if you use your head. If you're talking gibberish, if you're talking about all kinds of crazy shit that doesn't, it's not relevant to anything, you're not going to get anywhere. Yep, uh, you can you get a lot further with the paper, like you were saying, mailing it or certifying it. Yeah. But if you're going to refuse my paperwork, you're going to have to refuse it on paper now because I'm not standing in front of you. You have to put it on paper and tell me on paper that you're refusing my paperwork. Now I got you. You put it on paper that you're refusing because there's a whole bunch more to it that people don't realize, some people don't realize, is that the clerk is not a lawyer so she shouldn't be making ju uh, legal decisions on your paperwork, judicial determinations or giving legal advice. She's not a lawyer. She's not a judge. You know what she is? She's a clerk, a filing clerk. Her job is to file. If she doesn't like your paperwork, tough shit for her. She, her job is to file it. Then when it goes into court, the judge makes a judicial determ determination on the paperwork because that's his job, not the clerk lady. The clerk of the court doesn't make judicial determinations and the court clerk does not make judicial determinations. The judge does. I said that to a lady in, in a, a courthouse one time I, I didn't want to interrupt, so I let her go on about, oh, well, the rules say that everyone blah, 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 shall the whole bit. And I politely waited for her to finish. And I said, okay, ma'am, thank you for your legal, your legal advice and your judicial determination. However, I just require these files, these documents be filed immediately. And she, her face dropped and she almost shit her pants. She went white. And she's like, uh, I wasn't giving legal advice. And I look at the guy standing right beside me. I'm like, did you just hear what she said? He's like, oh, yeah. And I go, yeah, man, that sounded like legal advice to me. Uh, uh, do you want to just get your supervisor and let her deal with me? Or, yeah, she went and got her supervisor. She didn't want any part of me after that. All I asked, all I said to her was thank you for your legal advice and your judicial determination. However, I just required these documents be filed immediately in this case file number. That was all I needed. 
She didn't want nothing to do with me anymore. And I had roughly the same conversation with her boss. And then magically, some lawyer just happened to stroll by and put his two cents worth in. And when I asked him who do those codes apply to, he said, oh, they apply to everyone. And I said, everyone what? Everyone mailbox? Everyone frisbee? And he looked all confused. He's like, well, anybody. I'm like, what do you mean anybody? That's void. It's, it's too vague. It doesn't, you can't just say everybody and it magically applies to every man or woman. And I go, I go, does the Family Law Act apply to a man or woman? And he looked at his watch and said, oh, I got court right now. I got to go. He split. He didn't want to deal with it. And at that point, the supervisor told the clerk of the court lady, take his paperwork, stamp it, copy it, file it, and give him a copy. At the end of the day, they took the paperwork because they couldn't deal with me. I was very polite, so they could. Security actually walked by real slow and listened to the conversation, and I was being polite, and they just kept on walking. They didn't throw me out. They could have. Somebody called a lawyer to magically walk up there and start talking to me. He left. Somebody alerted security that there was some kind of a some kind of a ripple going on. Security didn't throw me out. Why? Because I was polite. I was calm. But they couldn't get around me because I had it in my head. I knew what was going on. I was confident. I was experienced, and I wasn't taking no for an answer. And doing I didn't. That, doing that in writing would even be the icing on the cake. Yeah, the the problem was is uh, the guy was sitting in jail and he wanted out and he wanted out in a hurry. And so I was trying to do it as fast as I could. The mail takes too long. Like this guy, he was actually, he was a construction guy and the, the cops actually showed up on the job site and dragged him away right from work. And he had a wife and kids and the whole bit, so... I was in a bit of a hurry to see if I could fix something for this guy. But normally I, I usually recommend, see, it depends too. If I talk to somebody and they say, oh yeah, I've dealt with the people at this courthouse for a long time and they take all my paperwork. They leave it up to the judge to decide. They don't give me a hard time. I can file anything I want and they'll take it. If that's the case, then who cares? Just go in and file it. Like you always have. If if it if it's if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But if you think you may have a problem, or if you have had a problem in the past, just mail it. Stop messing around with these people. That that's already after you've uh, uh, already open had a, uh, open a case. Then you know then it's when you're putting your suit in the case. No, nah, I don't care what it is. I don't care if somebody somebody accused me of not stopping for a stop sign doesn't matter what it is if i'm sending a notice into court i can mail it talk about the email i don't do those things you got to remember too if you if you are filing a motion and you are using a courthouse form they'll take it all day long they don't give a shit they look at the top corner, okay, there's the case number, and they look, okay, there's the uh, 
there's the plaintiff's name. There's the defendant's name. We're good. There's the date. Okay. Oh, it's signed. Yeah, everything looks good. There's the, okay. They'll take it all day long because it's their paperwork. You're under their jurisdiction. They don't give a shit. They'll take it all day long. It's when you start filing notices. They start seeing handwritten shit, blue ink. They're like, oh, my God, what do I do? Uh, you can't file this. That's not how we see it here. Oh, my God, pen and paper. I don't know what to do with this. I, I've never seen this before. Everything comes on typewritten sheets. It's always black and white, done on the computer. Uh, I'm used to seeing all these boxes everywhere. I'm used to seeing all these blank lines. Uh, what's going on? I don't see a court logo on this paper. What do I do? They get confused. Why you mail it in? Anyway, you know what's funny? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so so uh, um, I sent the FOIA request to the IRS, right? I faxed it, but I also mailed it, signed it, like literally signed the paper. But on the on the fax, I, I signed it, uh, you know, over the internet. I actually literally had to like use my finger to sign it. <laughs> they, they said uh, the letter I just got today. Um, so your request dated twenty to twenty fourth of November, and received on the twenty seventh. And then I got the letter today. And it says, um, we need the items checked below before we can process your FOIA request. Because I was trying to find out the man or woman's name who did the uh, assessment, right? And so <laughs> it says... What it, did you write, Jeremy? You have that handy? It, 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 yeah, it, it's very simple. It's like... The letter oops. that you wrote, what did you write? Before he didn't write a letter. Did. He didn't write a letter. He filled out mommy's form and and begged mommy for something. No, no, no. I, I put, this is a FOIA request. Who's the man or woman that did the assessment? Here he is. Okay, Thank okay. You. but Jeremy, think about how stupid that is. You, the taxpayer, under the IRS jurisdiction, filled out an IRS form and begged the IRS for information. Uh, uh, IRS, uh, IRS uh, okay. your mommy. You, you, we're jumping too far into it. I'm, I'm trying to... We're not jumping anywhere, Jeremy. You took an IRS form and you filled out an IRS form, so you're under the jurisdiction of the IRS I, and you ask the IRS that. for something. That's not my point of what I'm trying to say right now. That, 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 that's like, I'm not even caring about that right now. What I'm trying to say is on what they said before they can give you the information. They said, um, request must be signed. We cannot accept a stamped signature. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what that's funny? Make your mark. Make your mark here. And whatever your mark is or you believe is your mark, that's your signature. Bill Thornton is the one to help the um I forgot what, who it was, but he helps this one of the states or maybe even Supreme Court that if, if you believe that's your signature and you say that's your signature, over you that's why you can fax your signature now. And they're saying that you, they're, they're telling me that who's the man and woman going to say if it's not my signature? That's what I'm trying to say. That that's what's funny about this letter. 
I'm not trying to get into the other stuff. I don't. I I still don't get it. What's what was the funny part? Oh, they're saying that's not my signature, and I'm saying uh, that is my signature. <laughs> it's not, it's you? not your signature. Excuse me. It's not your signature. I mean, it's not my signature. I wrote it on the on the screen of the computer. That is my signature. No, it isn't. It's, a, it's an image. How oh. fucking dumb! How dumb do you have to be? You know that you know that it's a computer, right? And it's an electronic signal. It's going through space. It's going to a server Hi. somewhere. I guess you know you didn't. You, you know you didn't put a pen in your hand and touch it on if, paper, if, right? If I go. I can go before court, and the the, the prosecutor goes, "Is this your signature?" Yes, that's my signature. Ooh. It's my signature. Mm. Really? How dumb you gotta be not to believe what you, I believe? Jeremy, Jeremy, I, I dare you to sue me with electronic signature, but I dare you. Sue you, dare you? I'm talking about. I'm talking about. That's my signature, not your signature. It's I'm not, not Jeremy. Jeremy, guess what? It's not. It's, it's not absolutely my not. Oh, yeah, Jeremy, you're, you're retarded if you think right. you touched a computer screen and signed something. You're retarded if you think that. You don't touch a computer screen and call it a signature. That's retarded. It's your not signature your signature. Anything. It's your mark. I could put a star. No, 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 Jeremy, it's not. It's not. No, it's not. Oh, that's your no, belief. It, you know what? Belief. Listen to this, dumbass. I'll explain it to you again. It goes from your computer, an electronic signal, flies through cyberspace to a oh, server so in Pakistan. So, so, so in like fucking, in a, fucking Pakistan. And, and Chinese. You understand I that? I Chinese or Japanese, and that's my <laughs> fucking clueless, bud. You're fucking clueless, bud. Dude, you, you're clueless. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna go to, you're gonna go to India or Pakistan, and you're gonna no, find the man or woman. I, I you're fucking talk. retarded, bud. No, 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 no. You can text. You can actually email bud. Bill Thorne. Email Bill Thorne at twelve fifteen dot org, and he'll hey, Jeremy, tell you. Jeremy, the court case. I'm talking to my phone. Therefore, I'm talking to you in person. We're talking face to face right now because I'm talking to my phone. That's if you believe that, that yeah. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> If, no, if you believe it, you're retarded, is what I'm saying. Oh, if you believe you saw aliens, if I can't. You, if you don't think the prosecutor has the ability to say, I don't believe he signed this, I don't see ink on this page anywhere, you, you don't believe that you're going to have to sign something right in front of him on the spot? Oh, you're talking about third-party impartial witness? No, that's not what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm talking no. about your fucking signature. If the prosecutor says Jeremy didn't sign shit, I don't see his signature on here anywhere. You're telling me the judge isn't going to tell you to sign it or you lose? I'm like, that's, that's my thumbprint right there. I didn't have to sign anything. That's, that's my seal. And then you fucking lose because it's not your seal. You fucking moron. You touched a computer screen. Somebody, I'm not, not trying to lose. I'm trying to tell you that I, if you go to court, they ask me, is that your signature? Jeremy, like, can, you, yeah. can you please sue me one day? Can you please sue, sue me? Not, you're, you're on the wrong side of the fence, buddy. You're I'm working. saying yes. That's my my snowflake. That's my signature. I have no idea what you're talking about. Jeremy, with Jeremy, Mike, you do well, no, no, listen. Jeremy, with Mike, I have a question. And yes, Watch I this. do owe Mike Jeremy. some money. Jeremy, Jeremy, I really, really, really need some money right now. Can you please sue me? I can use, I can okay, use a shitload wait, of money wait, wait, right now. Can you, can you sue me? Talking about money. Okay, Sign money. signature. Medium of exchange. What do you believe money is? Let me We're not Jeremy, talking about not meeting with the money. Change, you fucking moron. We're talking about your signature. Let me ask him a question. Jeremy, the license that you hold, there's a picture on that license. 
Is that a picture of you? No. It's a piece of plastic. Okay, and the signature on that piece of plastic, is it yours? I never signed the piece of plastic, first of all, but... Okay, so how did you sign the computer screen and say that's your signature then? If, if you knew I it say, on the card... I say whatever the, that's my property, that's my signature, that's my property, anything so I want, I wish. Oh, hold on, hold on, let's take this step by step. So on the license, that is your signature on that piece of plastic? Did I create the license? I didn't ask you about who created it. I'm asking you <laughs> if that I, never your signature. I, I don't sign what I don't own. Are you going to ask the question? If that's your opinion. See, here's the thing. It's an image of you. It's an image of your signature, but it's not your extra signature. Bingo. So let me I'm going to leave it at that. You know, you know what the big difference is, though, Jeremy? A photocopy of your signature is evidence that you actually signed something and that an original with your signature exists somewhere. With, yeah, an, electronic signature, with an electronic signature, there is no evidence that you ever put pen to paper. And the, what and the prosecutor, and the what prosecutor is not, the prosecutor is not stupid. The prosecutor knows the difference between a signature and a electronic signature. He knows just as well as I know that an electronic signature is not legal nor lawful. The prosecutor and the judge both know that. Actually, no, 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 no. no. You're probably the only one on this call that doesn't know that. They wrote you a letter stating that it's not your signature. It must be signed, the piece of paper. They wrote you a letter trying to help you out. I get, I get the different levels we're talking on right now. Ain't but no level, it just is, Jeremy. If I'm on the stand, if I'm on the stand, okay. the prosecutor brings me a piece of paper with a stamp signature on it, and he yep. asks me, both an affirmation, is this your signature? <laughs> why would say, you be on the stand? Why would you be on the stand? What the hell are you doing? What are you talking about? I'm Okay. Who in the who in the right fucking mind would take the stand? Uh, that's my property. Oh, that's my signature. Oh, okay. okay. Like, that's my Jeremy, signature for my property. Jeremy, you're gonna they're, you're they're gonna go. You're gonna Jeremy, you're gonna swear in and you're gonna take the stand and you're gonna yeah. flap your lips oh, yeah. on the record and open yourself wide open to cross examination and everything. Yeah. Holy shit! Right. We, 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 yeah, that's beyond Daredevil. That's got to be stupid. Once we find out tomorrow with Vito, he'll, okay. he'll get off. You're getting off topic. That shit, you know? so that's my signature well, when I it's my signature. And then when I don't want to be my signature, I don't, I don't, I don't, did somebody witness me sign that? I don't remember signing that. You're when already done, son. You're, you're already done, son. You took the stand, it's over. You lost. Take the stand? When I'm, I, I'm cross-examined by another man? Yeah, you, in, yeah, you're I'm not in their jurisdiction. You, you, are you that dumb, Jeremy, that you don't realize when you take the stand, you're you're engaging and they're you're fully under their jurisdiction, playing their game by their rules. Oh, you're in stack. Oh, I'm talking about common law. We're like <laughs> yeah, okay, hey, Jeremy, what prosecutor is prosecuting you in common law and dragged you on the witness stand in common law? 
Huh? Nobody. I'm, I'm just hypothetical. Because you're fucking not making any sense now. What do you mean that this is perfect sense? You said, you said prosecutor, Jeremy, Jeremy, you said when the prosecutor, blah, 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 I'm going to take the stand. So if the prosecutor is making you take the stand, it is not your case. You are the defendant. Okay, well, let's, let's get a little yeah. simpler. Let's Anybody who watched fucking Matlock knows that. <laughs> okay, if, if, if you're, okay, I say, hey, you owe me money. We had a contract. I built you a pool. And you know what I mean? If the, prosecutor, if the prosecutor puts you on the stand, you're the defendant. Put it that way. Oh, no, unless unless you file your own claim, then you're also the no no Jeremy counter Listen, listen, Jeremy. This is simple. There's two people in this scenario. If the prosecutor, one person, puts you, a different person, on the stand, it is not your case. You are not. Okay, the I, would use, I would use those you words. You are on the stand. I would, I would say the prosecutor is man. not on the stand. The defendant. Not you. You. You is plural. Oh, you're fucking stupid. You never mind. You're stupid. You'll never get this. You're just arguing. You know you're. You oh, know you're great. Wrong. I'm glad to make you my, my point. You can't honestly be this stupid, Jeremy. I'm great. Oh, that's awesome to make my point you're, clear uh, with you. You're arguing for the sake of arguing because you fucking know you're wrong and you don't shut up. You know you're. You know you're wrong. No, if a prosecutor puts you on the stand, you're not the prosecutor. How stupid do you have to be to not understand that? If okay, I put you, you on you the stand, if, and, and, if and I put you on the stand, you are not me. If I, well, if I, I am putting Jeremy, Jeremy, watch well, this. Well, if, well, I, well. if I am putting yeah, you on the stand, you are obviously not me. That's simple. Back up. You know, no, just have a counter. You know, people can run yeah, off. Count, people yeah, counter run bullshit. Off. Bullshit, Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah, bullshit. Hold on, Jeremy. Hold on, Jeremy. There's somebody on the call. I'm trying to see who this is, if y'all don't mind. Southeast Arizona? Yeah. You hear that? That's you, Donis. Okay, yeah, I hear yeah. noise in the. Yeah, okay, I hear noise in the background. You mind yeah. muting out, or would you like me to mute you out? Oh yeah. Southeast Arizona. Okay, I'll just mute you out. When you're ready, just raise your hand. Okay, let's get back to this letter that Jeremy you have. Can you read the letter, Jeremy? The letter is not the point. The letter it's is not. Oh, I just, oh, okay. it's, that's, that is the point. He didn't write a letter. He filled out a FOIA request form. A oh, government you, you document. No, he received a letter. He said letter. he received a letter back from them. So I wanted the him to fact, read that fact, letter that he received. I faxed one, and then I also wrote a letter, and I sent it to them. All right, and then they sent you something I, I back actually, today, and I signed right? the, the written one, too. All right, the so hold on, after. hold on. Now, hold on. Now, you, did you receive a letter back? Is that correct? Yeah, from the faxed. So from the faxed part of it. And what did that letter say? They just needed more information. Like, they needed a, a hand signature. Basically, after correct. for a written letter with a hand, like, wet ink right. signature. Why did, they yeah. ask you for, they why did they ask Why did they ask you for a real signature, Jeremy? 
Could it be well, because of electronic signatures? No, no, no. That's, that's, that's what's so funny. You, you don't could know. It be, could, it be because okay. of, could, it, could it be because an electronic signature is not a signature and they know it and then they force you to sign no, it? No, it changed. It changed. Bill Thornton changed it. No, they Bill actually, Thornton didn't change a fucking thing, Jeremy. It's said, always been that way. I remember. That if you say that's your signature, then that's your signature. No, Jeremy. Jeremy, no, watch not. this. Jeremy. If, if some man can come forward and say that's not Jeremy, my signature. Jeremy, if you shut the fuck up, you'll learn something. If you, if, you, if, if you sign an X on the signature line and you believe that is your signature... That is your signature because you put the pen to paper and you have the intent of signing it. An electronic signature is not that scenario. An electronic signature doesn't mean shit. And they knew it, and that's why they sent you a letter back saying, great, everything's fine, we just need a signature now. So, so, so what does signing on the, on the Internet mean then? Nothing. That's why they require a real signature. What did they call it, Jeremy? Did they call it a hand signature? Is that what you said they called it? No, 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 no. They just, they, they, let me read it. Hang on. Request must be signed. We cannot accept a stamped signature. That's what Bingo! They, they can't accept electronic signature because it is bullshit. Oh, they require like a real one. Amps. They didn't say. They like stand. They didn't say electronic. You can split hairs hair and bullshit all you want. You know I'm right, and you just can't admit it. Oh, right, your little ego left, problem. Right, left, straightforward. Right, because you're right. Because of your little ego problem, you have to try and split hairs now because you know you're wrong, and you won't admit wrong? it. Wrong? No, no, I haven't done no. Jeremy, you signed electronically, and they sent you a oh, letter back saying, "Yeah, that's it. nice. We require a handwritten signature we, now," we, we, and we, you we, can't we, admit we, it. We, Jeremy, why don't you write him a letter what and say, letter this signature saying, was not stamped. I did it by the computer. And send him that no, type what of letter I say that? you I, get. I, write, I write back and I say, That's I, a waste of time. I get a note right. Come on. I said, this is my signature. Jeremy, let's do this. Jeremy, Jeremy. This is only intent to try to help you understand over here, okay? You know, it's not about your ego. If you're wrong, you're wrong. I tried to explain it to you with the license. You got it with the license. So it was the difference to hold the computer. Here's another thought, Jeremy. Another way of looking at this another way of looking at this scenario, Jeremy, is if you come to me and you request that I let you borrow my skateboard, I'm going to tell you you have to sign something. And I'm going to tell you you have to sign it, no computer, no email, no text. You sign a piece, a piece of paper. You either sign the fucking piece of paper or I'm not letting you borrow the skateboard. So if you got a letter back regarding your FOIA request, and they said we require a signature, you fucking better give them a signature or you don't get no information. What period. Kind of signature? What because kind of you're under their jurisdiction and you're begging them for something, so you will do what they say or they don't have to give you anything. Now I hear you. So, so, so that's a good point. Request must be signed. We cannot accept a stamp signature. So the question is, what's a stamp signature and okay. what signature are you requiring? Jeremy. 
a handwritten signature is a signature created by a man's hand, not by a yeah, stroke I, of a computer, not by touching a screen. I thought this was funny because Bill Thornton proved that. Well, it, we're not talking about Bill no, Thornton. Jeremy, you're mixing apples and oranges. Bill that, Thornton was talking. Bill Thornton was talking about when you sign a piece of paper, it doesn't matter how you sign it. If you sign the paper, you signed it. You're not no, he, talking about you're not it. talking about a mark on a piece of paper. You're talking about a stamped, an electronic, a fake signature. That's not uh, what Bill Thornton was talking about. That makes sense actually, because he That's not, that you can Bill Thornton saying sign a piece of paper and fax it, and that's still your signature. You didn't say he was, if, if Bill Thornton says if Bill Thornton says that a fax signature is correct. He didn't say electronically. He said fax. Yes, with a fax, you sign the piece of paper and you send the fax. You actually touch the I, paper I was with the pen. Fax is the same as like email fax. You're not an email. No, email, no, no, that's not what we're whatever. talking about. That's, that's not what we're talking about, Jeremy. Are you Jeremy? That's you, you can't stay focused. That's not at all what we're talking about. What we're well, talking well, about is different. Conversation, but okay. With 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 a fax. You actually sign a piece of paper and you fax them a copy. But that faxed copy is evidence that an actual signed piece of paper exists. With an electronic right. signature, again, with electronic signature, there is no evidence that any pen ever touched any paper. Ever. You're that's right, you're right. Difference. And then that's, that's where I was getting confused because e-fax, I thought e-fax was the same thing as faxing. But I still had to use my finger to sign the freaking computer. Yeah, but, but don't worry. Let me break it down for you, Jeremy. Anything, oh, but I say with your hand, like you actually written with your hand with a paper, wet ink on a piece, upon a piece of paper is not just everything else. It's the image or copy. And here's and another thought, Jeremy. Your little defense about you touch the computer screen with your finger, that's fine. Why don't you sign your name with your finger on a document and see where that gets you? When somebody carbon, says, oh, just, just sign here, car, please, sir. Copy. Jeremy, Jeremy, when somebody says, just sign on this piece of paper here, sir, you're just going to touch the signature line with your finger? No signature, nothing, nothing appears on the page? You think that's going to fly? No, it's not. No, no, I, I no, I understand you're saying now. I, I was confusing faxing and e-faxing. This is why we write in written form. This is what Carl was speaking about. Well, I'm glad. I Unless you have a really bad handwriting, you could type it up as well as put it in writing with your hand, print it, and you could type it up if your handwriting is that bad, and use that type piece of paper as an exhibit. So they understand what you writing if your handwriting is so terrible that people yeah, cannot and, understand what you write. But it still must be written on the point of piece of paper by your hand with that ink. What, what what did they do before they had paper? They written for. Wait, wait, what did they do before they had paper? I'm not worried about what they did before. Here's what no, I, I do now. Kind of, Witnesses. Witnesses. Uh Yeah, so this is why you do be careful how you're doing this. And this is why you can win at a court. 
you know, especially with the mortgage and those sort of things, because they always coming up with a bunch of copies. They never have the original papers, as as I've seen. That's why I did and it. So, and so, you admit, and that's you, or you wrote those things. That's a copy another, of it. An image. Another thing, another thing to think about, Jeremy, is people in the Bible times weren't stupid. Maybe they didn't have maybe they didn't have paper in the beginning, but they carved really important things on stone, and even money. They used to make money out of mud. They'd make mud coins. They'd stamp an imprint on it, and they would put it near the fire and harden it. They had ways of doing things. They weren't stupid people. There were contracts in the day. Even in say, I would say the twenties, thirties, and forties. If anybody saw you go, come to an agreement and make a handshake, that was that was a contract. It, there was there was no need for paper even in the 40s. Nobody needed paper. A witness well, I, know, and a handshake. I, I know billionaires that do that now. So, like the yeah. um, my my friend my friend was in uh, New York and in the hotel and in the lobby. Uh, there was two men talking. He was booking his you know hotel, and he was he overheard them. And the guy goes, well, how much diamonds do you, do you, you know, you want to order? And the guy goes, well, um, give me a million dollars. And then you know, my friend looked over and they, he's like, okay. And they just shook hands. And then, then my friend walks over and goes, you didn't get a contract? No signature? What? What? He's like, yeah, well, if he didn't fulfill his, you know, honorable, you know, he's not honorable. He's not going to ever do business with anybody ever again because no one's going to do business with him because he's not honorable. So he, he better keep his word. They didn't need, didn't need a contract. He, my friend was like, it's like, what? No contract. Best in written form. Best in written form. It's easy yeah, to deal with, that, better to prove. It's just straightforward. It's done. I mean, and they say that they make so much profit and they're so big, they they just do a handshake. Well, and, that's uh, them, but I still wanted the written for. Well, yeah, okay. but but you understand that, like, you ever, you ever think that that was a bit of a show, wish, Jeremy? Jeremy? If that's a if it's a million dollar deal, you best believe I'm getting it in written form. You, you know, know what, Jeremy? Well, in my house for he would never, he would never Yeah, Jeremy. Jeremy, you obviously don't have any clue how business works. I can make I, I a million do. dollar. I can make a million dollar agreement with somebody and not sign a contract and just go home and write up a contract and then mail it to the guy. Get him to sign it. I'll sign it, and it's on paper now. Yeah, and eventually your word will get around that your your name. No, 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 no. You just completely missed the point. He told you in front of you that he doesn't need a contract. We just made a billion dollar deal, no contract. That's what he told you. That's what you saw. The thing is, you didn't see him go home and write up a contract. Oh, no, no. Yeah, eventually there's a contract, of course. Obviously, there's a written contract. I guarantee you that. I handshaked on it, and I'm saying, like, this is the contract it's going to be. But, Jeremy, the handshake and the agreement was the contract, but they wrote the contract up immediately after. No, yes, exactly. And if he didn't honor that, con- if he didn't write up the contract, yes. Or- but you're you were talking and saying that there was no paper. They made a million dollar agreement with no paper. 
That's bullshit. There is paper, I guarantee you. Oh no, yeah, you're you're right. No, no, definitely. Yeah, that that's that has to be. That's be a trail. Yeah, it's, it's sort of like I do. Oh, but my, my point was that, that they didn't have to write they didn't have to like worry about writing up the contract right there in front of them themselves. Like huh. they, they were honorable. All right. Men. Jeremy, it's sort men. of like this. If you say, Quillo, I want you to um put me a new toilet, new just redo your bathroom. And I say, how much we agree? You say, well, I say seven thousand. You say, oh, how about five? Then we go to fifty-six. Okay, fifty-six hundred. No problem. They agree. Plus, okay, we shake hands. That's what it's going to be. You best right. believe I'm going to write a piece of paper and you're going to sign it because I tell you. And then, well, that's what I do. And the first, then I write up the uh, contract. Then that's I bring it to I'm them. Hold on. Hold on. And once I bring it to him, I said, I cannot start work unless you start this. This is released. We could go ahead and start. And then they do. And then we we have a contract. No worries. Which so, also goes along with you have anywhere on the planet, even in the legal society, you always have 72 hours to back out of any contract, whether you sign it or not. Yep. You know, I, I returned the ticket within three days, like two days or one day actually. And she's like, "You still have to show up to court, otherwise we're gonna." You work. didn't return the ticket. I said, "I don't." You I, I, I wrote in the back. I wrote in the back, "No contract returned to Sunday." Hmm. But I, I returned it, and she called me. The, the clerk called me up. She's very nice. On the actually. phone. She called you on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't return. You didn't return the ticket. But Jeremy, you didn't return the ticket. No, I didn't. The man who gave you the ticket—that's not who you sent the ticket to. So you didn't return the ticket. I returned it to the court. No, the court didn't give you the ticket. A man in a cop costume gave you a ticket. So you didn't return the ticket. You sent it to the courthouse instead of the man who gave it to you. You didn't return it. You sent it somewhere else. Okay, what, what's the difference? Huge. I get what you're saying. Steve, I just want to, Steve gave me a skateboard. Hold on, Jeremy. Hold on, Jeremy. Jeremy, watch this. Steve gave me a skateboard, and I returned it to Bob. What is the difference? I don't know. I get that. That that's what I'm. Okay, so it just instead of being a dick, just admit that you didn't return the ticket. Okay, so, for, for for helping other people. No, you're not helping other people by bullshitting. help you, Jeremy. You're uh, fucking wrong. You? You're not admitting it. How are you helping other people by bullshitting? Knock it off. I, you're not helping I, I, anyone. Okay, right. Bullshitter. You're not like, helping anyone people, by being incorrect. Okay. Just fucking admit when you're wrong. Stop being well, a dick. Stop move being on. dumb. Uh, Rick, dumb. Rick people, people on learn by Let's move on. You fail to think. success. You fail to success, right? Fail to success. You get back up, you get back up, you get back up, right? So, other people on the call, wait, I would have returned it to the court too. And now they know. Oh, see, we're back in that man. Jeremy, the correct one is returning who gave it to you. Simple. That's all. There's nothing less, nothing more. You if know, I lend you fifty obvious. bucks. No, if I, I lend you, Jeremy. If I lend you fifty bucks and you return my fifty bucks to Bob, I'm coming after you for my fifty bucks. Make no mistake. 
No, I can't. <laughs> Even I can't if Bob told you, Mike said, give it to uh, me. I have five I don't questions. care who said it. I ain't giving you nothing. I'm going to give it to you. How, how, how do you prosecute? How do you return the ticket within three days? You turn it to the officer? So you obviously you read the back of it, and that's what it tells you. gave you some directions what to do, and you followed those. And still yep. doing what was proper. Yep. You did the legal ease process, basically. Yep. Okay. Yes. Yes. So, so how, and you didn't so do with a man how, or how woman. Mike, how would you return it? Okay. What's There's the two correct? scenarios here. Either you're going to follow the legal process and return it to what address and tell you they say to the court, or whatever, or you're going to be a man and return it back to that man that or woman that gave it to you. Which is? See, Jeremy, I would I not. I would not return the ticket. I would write a letter. I would write a letter to the man who sent me, who gave me the ticket, and I would send him a copy of the ticket. But he definitely ain't getting it back. It's mine. It's it's that's the original. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But I wouldn't write to the court, and I certainly wouldn't send the court the ticket that the cop gave me. So why would the court would, say, since you sent this ticket back, you understand you still have to? But she's correct, I guess. You still have to show up. But she was. Well, you you took a legal document and you followed the instructions on that legal document, and you contacted the le- the folks in the legal society. So, so you were completely. So at that point, you were completely under her jurisdiction. Right. You know what she said though, like in a, a future phone call. Um. It was like she she called me like three to four different times. And I don't remember. I was just like, I don't know. But one of the call conversations, she's like, I said, do you know about the, like, the man thing, like going in as a man of your own court? She's like, yeah, I've heard heard about that, um, being a you know, man. And like, she started giggling and stuff. She was real nice. It was a small little town um, where everybody knows everybody. But like, she's... Yeah, but she's showing your cards, Jeremy. No, I, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't go to court. Or, I actually, I was out of town working. I, I was too busy, so I, it was. I just paid the freaking ticket because I made more money the, the day I was working and go to court than freaking. Now you admit it. Why you returned the ticket? Now we. Know. That's a, that's a bunch of bullshit. So you anyway. did the legal ease process. Period. You didn't. You didn't have to pay the ticket to avoid missing work. There's plenty of ways of dealing with this without missing work. You just didn't do it. Oh, no, I, I prolonged it for like three or four months. But Yeah, so don't say that you had to pay the ticket or miss work because that absolutely well, no, you, you don't know what I was doing on the day I was working out of town. My, uh, okay, I but actually, but point you had is, three months point to is, deal with it, Jeremy. Three months, you said, to deal with it. And some of that three months, you must have had a moment and time to write a notice or something. Oh, oh no, that's, wrote, exactly, I wrote, that's exactly I wrote the point. Of, I wrote notice it. I wrote lots of letters, actually. <laughs> no, you didn't. I even called the prosecutor up. He said I was a lawyer. Well, why would you call the prosecutor? Never mind. Jeremy, you get a deep into a hole that is deep. Jeremy, hold on a second. It's not what you're saying is you did all the wrong things in the legal process into their world as they would want you to do. And you follow right through exactly fell into that. What my point uh, is... Okay. Well, my, I, was trying to is learn, I was trying to learn as much as I could. Okay, I, so you I, didn't know. That's, no, that's, the, that's no, a, the that's point is... 
the point is that people should realize is Jeremy's just bullshitting his face off. He's, he didn't do a freaking thing. And then at the last minute, he decided to pay it. And then he no. says, oh, I had, he tells everybody on the call, I you had to pay it or else I would have oh, missed work. Instead of taking the blame for actually sitting on his lazy ass and not doing anything, he decides oh, no, to blame no, it no, on, I had to right pay now. it you, or you missed work. You're causing your fellow man harm, injury, and loss right now. Bullshitting, Jeremy. Straight up bullshitting. I just had three months to deal with it, and you didn't deal with it. So you blamed that on... Oh, really? I so had to pay it on the oath and affirmation and no, say that Jeremy, I was not... Jeremy, stand on your feet and grow some balls and admit that you didn't do anything. I was reading letters... And the court date was yeah. not. Oh, yeah. Jeremy, obviously, you said you were sending some letters. I'm not going to yeah, say you were or was not. Set. Hold on. I got the ticket. And then court you, got, you said you got a court out. date. Of course. Set for three months Because that's what they it, do. Because after 30 days, they, like you months. said, listen, listen to this, Jeremy. We just went over that. You have time to back out of the contract, right? Or you can give a notice about that. Okay, I, yeah, I didn't well, understand that. Hold on, hold on. Let me finish speaking. So you had three months to deal with this. You said you was learning it as you go. Maybe you felt your letters wasn't effective or whatever you was writing wasn't effective. So maybe you had to go to work, do whatever thereafter, and the time had expired. You just went and paid the ticket, okay? But. This is why they put it three months. Ago. I hired an attorney. This is oh, I'm done. I am so done, Jeremy. Thanks, <laughs> no more about that. Y'all, you're stupid. But <laughs> y'all, 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 you got an attorney. Let me get this straight. You got an attorney. You got an attorney. I thought this was going nowhere. You sent some notices. That didn't seem no, to be working for you. Then you got an attorney. Then three months out, you finally paid it. Done. Got it. Don't you know. Legal team. No, no, that's not all. You're not listening. Oh, yeah, you got an attorney. So now what happened? You spoke to the prosecutor. What do you mean we're Tell not me listening? More. We heard you. How? What do you he mean we're not listening? Okay. I heard you loud and clear say you hired an attorney. Okay. Yeah, I'm listening. He's not. He's not an attorney on the record. He was. He never <laughs> became my attorney. In fact, so he's still in the legal world, Jeremy. Regardless, <laughs> right. actually so, working so I or not. Work back, I was busy working at Exxon. No, so, uh, he's, what he's I did, right. He's right. Oh God, that wasn't the attorney on record. No, oh. y'all being stupid. I I used, he wasn't. Jeremy, you said this was them. a friend that knew about the law, used to be an attorney, maybe still is, or was not working. Oh, my God. Okay. You actually can is that what you're saying? I'm but asking. How many person. times can your story change, Jeremy? This is getting ridiculous. It hasn't changed at yes. all, you dumbass. You haven't listened to the Let's whole story. Just leave huh? it alone. Jeremy, you said you was learning as you go. I'm going to just take it at that and let it be. Okay. No, 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 I, I was, hey, I was, I was, do, okay, yeah, that, that's, that's absolutely what I was learning. I'm going to give you a chance and to speak. And so, what, what I did was, I needed more time because I had to go work out of town, okay, so, so I couldn't make the court date, but I knew that my friend that's an attorney, he could show up to the court, and so I, I said, hey, go to the court, but don't, don't, don't become my attorney, and so. You know what, he, you don't see a problem with that, Jeremy? 
If he's not the attorney on record, he can't say a fucking thing on your behalf. Anything he says gets thrown out anyways. You didn't say anything. Nothing at all. If he's not the attorney if he's not the attorney on record, he can't do shit. He can reschedule Yes, they allow it. That it's like a loophole. Okay, okay, he can reschedule. Yeah, but he can't say anything on your behalf. He can't act on your behalf. He can only reschedule. He rescheduled it. That was my use him to reschedule. You're not getting it. I used him and then I was going to dismiss him, but then he threw me under the bus. And the clerk, clerk, how did you dismiss somebody who doesn't work for you? The court clerk calls me up and goes, You have to be in court today, or your attorney. And I was like, Oh shit, yeah, he's not my attorney anymore. Uh, I pay over the phone, so I paid it, I paid the ticket. Which, if you would have let me say that a long time ago, we could have saved like an hour. (laughs) I I knew it was going to be so funny, I would have let you say it a long time ago. Yeah, it is. A, it's very funny. I, I get it. Very funny. I learned on my lesson. After everything went down, you finally paid the ticket, and that's the end of it. We move it on. Okay. After you, after uh, he hired an attorney that he didn't hire. <laughs> and okay, I'm gonna speak to uh, Rick. Rick, uh, are you still here, his Rick? Name, his name is Gammon Glenn. Look up Gammon Glenn. Okay, Gammon Glenn. Okay, yeah. Rick, are you still here? We're gonna what? try to help Rick now. Rick, Rick. Rick from, um, Illinois, I'm I think. Yeah. I think that's Illinois, right? Oh, okay. That should be like a comedian show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny at the end. <laughs> I was trying to get to the, the funny part, but damn, you're you're hardballer. Like you yeah, Well, this is cool. This is the, let's just say you at the real court and we ain't gonna let you get be slack. Here's you can make you making mistakes. We're pointing them out. We're trying to correct them. So therefore, you can no, you are I, corrected. I, 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 so I, I, when you I'm, get into a real situation, you'll know what to do. If you can, if you can do it here without getting upset, without getting angry, go ahead and learn. If you don't know something, I, I, know, I screwed up. Here's what I did. That don't make you less than me or less to anyone on this show. You just didn't know. I, 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 pointed out my, like... I pointed out my mistakes. When I first started out, I had a, the mad thing. I'm a woman just about to claim. I read right to, the paperwork was right, but I didn't know how to move my own case. So that's why I lost. I, no, I'm, I, I'm boldly saying I'm, I'm boldly saying Why? Because I learned what not to do. I still say I won. I didn't win in that legal case. But I still won because I learned knowledge. I gained some knowledge that what but Jeremy's not, to not do. Jeremy's so not learning it. But when you coming over here fighting like, oh, but this happened, then you start calling names. You're not ready. You're going to screw up in court so bad because you are not ready, and you're not but getting he, it. It's not about your ego like, here, guys. You have to know this, what you're talking. You can't bring your game, and you can't play. What you're doing here now, play that on the court and see how far you get. They but he's obviously, you. he's, not, he's obviously not learning. He's obviously not learning anything know? because he doesn't, he doesn't understand that a man doesn't fill out a FOIA request. He still thinks he's a lawyer and a man at the same time. 
Right. No, no, no. I'll say this, though. Here's what I will say. If you don't know what you're doing. No, no, no. There's more than one. Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. Chill out. Chill out. No, I did not find the man. Let it ride. Jeremy. I write the man. Let it ride. Jeremy. Definitely let it ride. Here is the whole point of this matter. Here is the whole thing. Here is not, I'm not trying to make Light anyone look bad. Wait a minute. Let me finish. I'm going to let you talk, Jeremy, and I'm going to be quiet. It's not about to the swift or to the throne if you read your scriptures. This is not about that guy. So stop it already. It's what you know or don't know. That's why I am here because I did not know at one point. In order for me to know, I dismiss what I thought I know. Forget my ego. Forget, oh, I, I'm a grown behind woman. I can speak what I want. I just, no, forget. Oh, put that aside. Leave it alone. If you if you don't know what to do, go ahead and pay the ticket. Then you come back and learn what to do. Why get yourself when your license gets suspended and this happened and elevated, elevated, because you signed up for something, you acted in that world, but you don't know. But when I know better, I stopped registering my car, okay? I tie the only now. I don't get a safety inspection ticket anymore. Why? Because I had to learn and have understanding. And I told you when the police stopped me, I know how to utter my words or articulate and be polite at the same time. If you don't know, why would you do what I do? I just gave you my testimony. It took me time to do. You think I learned this overnight? I put my time in. Y'all heard, some of you guys here on the call, I called the DMV. I recorded the course, many calls, many times. I went to the DMV. I started asking questions. I started studying for myself. Once I knew, had full understanding, was comfortable and confident, I did it. So in order to get this, it's not right now. Why are you trying to act all confident and like you know so much you don't know? You say admitted that you didn't know well. Okay, that's fine. That don't make you less than me. You can learn it. I had to. Carl had to. Carl told you he studied for six years. It took him that long to learn. He went to the law library. He learned all the statutes and code, read many books. He tell you his testimony. But when he got it, it hit him on the head. When he God revealed it to him, he got it. He understand all that. You could do the same. Because every time I'm a call, call, what the call say? Oh, I'm a call, call. Then when you tell me, oh, call <clears throat> said this, call said that, great. I'm with you. But why did he say it? What was he referring to? You don't have a clue. You see that? It sounds good, so it must be true. Yeah, call wouldn't lie, but I believe the same too. I wouldn't even be listening to call if I thought it was all fake and not, and not real. But I've done it. Now, I'm just praising call, but I actually experienced some of these things. And I tell you, I know much more than I actually share. Because from what I hear, you're not ready. And it's unfortunate. You don't know base one. You don't know that you are man that's the most powerful God is first on this earth. We have full reach of scripture, full dominion on this earth. That's how much power. When I walk in that court, I feel the power. I, I was confident. The judge told me, sit down. And I was able to say, is that an order? I wasn't afraid of him. I sold him for what he really was, just by public service. You're from New York. 
Hey, it's got Cola. nothing to do about my New York, yo, but I guess it do. What's up? Hey, Cola. Money, hey, Cola. I have to admit, I was kind of uh, hoping Jeremy would have put his foot in his mouth a little earlier but, uh, with that document saying, uh, well, if I if I say that's my signature, that's my signature. Okay, good. Here, let me send you my my all my medical bills with your name on it. There you go. And you can laugh about it. They say stuff about me, Jerry, okay? And I admit my role, I laugh with it. It's okay. All right, Jerry, so when you start coming on here, I use the lawyer. Come on now. I mean, this is not what we do, but learn from it. Learn from it. That's all. It's all about learning. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not offended. I don't get offended. All right. Okay. Anyways, but so hopefully proof, you can pick up something here proof. this evening. Everybody, even myself, I wish to. That I can enhance what I do know. That's what I'm saying. So take it like that. So, yes, I learned some in the legal uh, status code. I know, I'm not say all of them, some of them I do. But when I learned this, and some of the stuff I did learn from my parents, some different ones, certainly called, I can enhance what I know and make bring it to, uh, it's a scripture. If you teach a wise man knowledge, he's yet wiser. Okay. So don't take it as insult. Don't take it as, oh, you put me down, making me look bad. No, I'm crying out. I'm yelling. I'm doing this so you won't do it. If I didn't care, I'd say, okay, do whatever you wish. Because you, you, if you're you on here, can't make it. Realize, oh, where are you figure you're going to make it in any situation? You do realize I play devil advocate like, on, with Mike all the time. And, but this time, Jeremy, you was not. You you was specifically speaking no, about your okay, paperwork, no, I believe. No, so let's no, not go there. So if this is even no, worse. There was, I had, there was. Hold on, Jeremy. I had somebody apologize for calling me all kinds of beans and stuff. No, and I, then I they said, here is why I did I'm apologizing for them, but here is why I did it. That makes it even worse. You're it's not, you, you're, you're even weakened up. Your heart is weakened. That's what I'm saying. You can't come over here doing that. It's okay. not going to work. Just admit your role. And move on. It's that Quilla. Wrong, Quilla. You were not playing the devil. Okay, let me ask you this. Was you playing the devil advocate this evening when you were talking about your that signature on the computer as well as the ticket? Was you playing the devil advocate? No, no, I was wrong about that. Well, that's what I'm talking about. So don't, I know you. Why are we even bringing that fact up now? Are well, you saying you do it sometimes? That. That's why. But it was not in this uh, case. Okay, when when can like the other party talk with you? Anytime when you come, if you come correct, you can speak. This is see what I'm doing to you. This is exactly what I do at the court. When I state I'm a woman, and I require a man and woman to come forth to say I do wrong, anybody speak. I'm gonna shut you down. You got fresh hands on it, or you the man and woman coming forth? Good. What is it written for? Because I'm gonna hold you liable for that. So if you come correct, sure, speak on. I'm quiet. Speak on. Operating under peace in in, in a courtroom. If you take your turn, you you can't talk over somebody else. No, do it. You think I'm going to get a jurisdiction to tell me what they wish to tell me and it doesn't apply to me? You're right. That's not going to happen. There you go. See? 
Go ahead and speak, Jeremy, what you got to say. I'm quiet. Yeah, I'm submissive. You're a man. Go remember, ahead. Remember, Go for remember it. The call? Remember the call that uh, um, Carl had? And he said, all you had to say was women. I get it. I get it. And when you spoke up, he said, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean women? You get it when women. Oh, this is the moment. <laughs> a perfect example. Uh, <laughs> and if you can't take that as a joke, the rest of the call I could take as a joke, but I do take it as a Serious. I, I'm being devil's advocate, but I'm also serious. And in my situation, yes, I, that's, I explained. I said, oh, oh, facts. E-facts is, is not the same as faxing the signature, which I, I was wrong. And I admit that. And that's okay. But, but the other fellow, if, if I go to court with him and I, I, we signed a contract and we had two signatures, and he says, "Well, you, I took this money from you, and I said, and I say no, uh, prove that's my signature." And he's like, "Well, you signed it. I saw you sign it." I was like, "Well, um, prove it's my signature. It's not my signature." He can't prove it because he didn't have a third-party partial witness. That that was my point. The whole conversation, but we kind of get off on like loose ends with Mike and and stuff, which is fun. Which is fun and entertaining, I, and I hope it's entertaining for everybody, and, and that we all learn, which I learned a lot today. I learned a lot from you, Aquila. I learned a lot from Mike. But I also want to, I, I also try to throw wrenches and try to, like, not make y'all mad or, or, or Mike mad, <laughs> which is kind of fun. Um, but, like, you don't know. <laughs> Jeremy, it's fun. Are, are you saying you think that if you sign a contract with me, you're just going to walk into court and tell me to prove that's your signature? Possible, yeah. I'm going to clobber you. Oh, for, one, for, one, for one, your friend's dishonorable, and you just said that you're going to go to court and be dishonorable. That's number no, one strike. That's number one strike against you is you signed a contract with me and you're gonna try and weasel out by saying prove that's my signature when you frickin' know you signed it. That's why would, want, why would you go into business with somebody that you don't trust? Yeah, Jeremy, what is wrong oh, me? Oh. When you know when you know what's different, no, when you know what's right, that's when that's you know that's what's right and you know what's wrong and you choose that's to do that which is wrong, that means yeah. you're wrong. Peter, that is that is dishonor within no, your own. Jeremy, oh, watch this. this. No, Jeremy, oh. this is this is like magic. Watch this. If you know in your heart that you're doing something dishonorable, you definitely are doing something dishonorable. Sure, it's an internal thing. It's it's, hold on, Jeremy. Jeremy, 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 God wrote the law on your heart. If you know you signed the contract and you intend to go into court and say prove it, you know deep in your heart that you're being shady, and that is absolutely dishonor. Absolutely. It because is. Because you're what fully I'm aware trying. of it. My secondly, secondly is you probably signed some kind of court documents for which I can compare your signature to. And I can also hire a, what do they call it, forensic signature handwriting expert, whatever, and I can get them to, to look at it, and they will know if it's your signature 
or if you're trying to sign as if you were somebody else, they know how to analyze the strokes, the depth, the yeah, all kinds of stuff. You that, that doesn't work. Doesn't at work. which point? At which it point? I'm work. going to have. I'm going to have credible, professional it witnesses that the work. court that the court recognizes outside. <laughs> imp- to get out of stuff. Out, Jeremy. Outside impartial professional witnesses are going to say you are a bullshitter, and the court is going to accept oh, the third-party third no. impartial no. professional no. witnesses' word no. over no. yours, at which point, at which point the court recognizes that you flat-out committed fraud or perjury or both. No. And now I bury you. No. Now you're sunk, completely sunk. See some analysis, dumbass. We're going to move on. I got to no, this, this, this is important. Aaron, is that you? One face? Yeah, I'm here. How are you? Ah, everything's good. How are you? Good, good. How long you been on the court? Have you heard what's going on here, or just no? Only about five five minutes. I've been on. Okay, okay. So you might want to hear a bit more <laughs> as we go on. <laughs> All right, just just check. Good call. Good, good call. Good call. Oh yeah, so far. Uh, we have Rick's uh, Southern Illinois. Rick, are you still here? All right. When you get ready to speak, Rick, at some point you may, so we can try to address your situation. You can tell us about it and see if anything um, to be done about it. I'll put it that way. Um, who else? So Southeast Arizona. I'm not sure who that is. Southeast Arizona. You're on the call. Hello? Can you hear me? Now I can. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. I'm just what was that? I'm just listening. Who's, who's speaking, please? Oh, Your name again? Uh, Roseanne. Roseanne. Okay. Yeah. That's fine if I'm, you have something to say. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just listening. All righty. Thank That's you. Good. Sure. I'm going to try to give others a chance to speak. Oh, yeah. Uh, All righty. Um, but if any time you wish to speak, just let us know. If you have a thank question you. or a comment as well. I will. Thank you. Uh, okay. And um, I have Lenny, I guess, Illinois. How are you? Okay. Cool. How you doing? Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hello. I'm good. I'm doing all right, we're back at you. Hello? Someone say yeah. hello? No, I just want to compliment both Aquila and Mike Miller uh, for the for the good advice. Keep up the good work. Well, God bless your heart. Um, Rick, are you here? Yeah. All right, because I, uh, I didn't hear you speak. You want to yeah. um, talk about your situation? Do you have somebody to write for you? 
because lately talks you have not been uploading the calls for some reason, whatever that may be. Um, so I'll ask everybody, don't say the N-word. Let's see if that will help them upload my call. Well, that's what okay. I was trying to do on that other. I was I kept saying right there, and I kept saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you weren't hearing me, but I had a bunch of questions uh, when uh, Mike was talking there about, you know, the signature. And basically, they're just wanting it verified, right, on that signature. Instead of doing electronically, they're, they're, they're wanting it verified. Okay, well, I'm going to say it like this. All right, one more second, Mike. Anything that's not with paper and ink by a man or woman hand, is not your signature. Let's just Correct. get that straight. Because what they're wanting to know is verified. All right, then another oh. question. Okay. Hey, hey, Let Mike speak. Yeah, here's, here's something very important about electronic signatures, which is why they're not legal or lawful. If, if I send you a copy of a contract, an electronic contract with an electronic signature, and then you go out and you buy a bunch of material and you do a bunch of work and then you come to me and say, hey, where's my money? I can just say, what are you talking about? And you're going to say this contract. I'm going to say, what contract? This right. one you sent me over the internet. I didn't send you any contract over the internet. Well, here it says it came from you. Uh, is it signed by me? No. It's electronic signature. I don't know who signed it. Oh, so anyone on anyone with internet access could have sent you that? Well, yeah. Correct. Now, yeah, now I, there's no now there's now there's no signature, no witnesses, no way of verifying anything. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Uh, and then my other question was about on a signature. What if it's a signature on a piece of paper, handwritten but stamped? Well, it can't be handwritten and stamped at the same time. A rubber stamp is not a signature. That's what it is. Okay. All right. All right. That helps me out because I'm working on this. I'm with the right on paper in my own words. And, uh, you know, it took me a couple of days, but I copy and find a word, you know, uh, There's a whole lot of noise in the background. Somebody might want to mute out, but otherwise I'm going to mute you, and if you want to um, speak, you can press star 8. There's too much noise in the background. I'm not sure who whom it's coming from, so you make a noise in the background, simply just mute out. Thank you. Go ahead, Rick. All right, so I was trying to work on a piece of paper on my own. And okay. Basically, what it says is, uh, greeting Michael A. Clutch, I believe a man, owner of Clutch Enterprise, Mercury Electric, attending hang on, hang on, hang on, Rick. Just put greetings, Mike. Or greetings, Michael. Whatever, whatever he goes by. Well, I'm I'm just going off. I let me finish, and then it says, "Hold on, hold on." Just before you brush it off as not important, you're okay. not writing a man-to-man letter when you say greetings, Michael A. Clutch, agent for blah 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 enterprises. But you're talking to an employee of a corporation with a legal name. 
You're not you're not writing to a man to man. All right. So I crossed out. I crossed out Michael A. Clutch. I'm trying to keep it moving. All right, and you, we'll go through back to it later. So I crossed out Michael A. Clutch. Greetings, Michael. I believe a man owner of Clutch Enterprises or Clutch Enterprise Murfreesboro Electric pretending to be a landlord. No, who cross all that crap out? All right, well then, all okay. I'm I'm cross it, and then here's what else I got. Who are you? Question mark. Uh, who? Oh, I'm sorry. Forget that. I got so many scribbles. Okay, and then I go. Who are you ordering my property removed? My no, no, Rick. You didn't listen to anything I told you the other day. Okay, I'm just trying. No. Oh, I'm across it no. out. Hang on. But no, you're you're hold on though. Instead of wasting a whole bunch of time reading all that, what I told you, what what I told you was to write something like "Greetings, Michael. I believe you are in possession of my property that was taken from the house at whatever address. I require the return of said property. Or how do I how do I re how do I get my property back? I and you're going you. on about you're going on about this big enterprise, and he's who are you? Who do you think you are to do this to me? You're you're way off. All right, I'm just Mike. I'll take criticism here after I get finished here. We'll go back through it all. I mean, I appreciate you stopping me there. Okay. Well, uh, the only I'm, reason I'm, the only reason I'm interrupting and stopping you because if if you're if your whole letter is accusing him of stuff and you're doing all this crazy shit, it's all a waste of time because it's all garbage. You're just asking him for your property back politely. You're not trying to paint him in a bad light. You're not trying to point out everything he did to you. You're trying to get your property back first, and then you go after him for everything. Okay. Right? Okay, I'm crossing the list. I, I'm just this was took me a day and a half just to write this few sentences, but okay, I crossed it all. I'll tell you exactly what the problem is: is you're all emotional and you're trying to go after him. You're trying to do all kinds of other stuff. You're not keeping it simple. That's why it took you so long. Because I well, again, I just told again, I just told you almost exactly what what to write. Greetings, Michael. Uh, I believe. You are in possession of my property taken from whatever the address was. I require the return of said property. Uh, how do I get... How, basically, that's it. Or maybe ask him how you go about getting it, but that's that's the entire letter. No, no blaming anybody, no giving evidence, no asking for evidence, none of that crap. Very simple, very short, very to the point. Just try and get your property back as nicey-nicey as you can do it. Just get your property back, and then you start going after people. Then you start correcting the record. Then you start asking questions. But the point is to get your stuff back first. Because if you start... The reason is if you start a big war, you're not going to get the house. You're not going to get your money. You're not going to get your property that was taken from the house. You won't get anything. Once you get your property back, then you're at least partway into it. 
you'll have a little more knowledge, a little more experience, and you'll have a little better direction, and it'll be a lot easier in the long run. If you try and go balls out right from the beginning, you're going to get clobbered. I wasn't trying to go off balls out. I was trying to get it to where he would write back my following yeah, but, question. But the, but the thing is, when you say when you say stuff like "Who do you think you are ordering me around?" or "Who do you think you are taking my property?" you're not getting an answer. Your answer will come in the form of handcuffs. Well, he's going to get a he'll, he'll get he'll get a restraining order against you immediately, and that's going to make life so difficult for you. If he gets a restraining why, order, it's an uphill battle. The only reason why I use that, like that, and that term is from Paul, uh, Paul Hansen's show. Oh, uh, shit. Andy. Here we go. A couple, I'm just saying that's why I got that in there, because he's like, as soon as you use it. Okay, you know what? If you're listening to John Jonah Hansen or whoever it is, ignore everything I just told you. Because nothing, nothing, nothing I said is any good if you're going by what he's saying. You might no, not want to start asking folks. You might not want to start asking folks who they are. Real quick, you might not want to start asking folks who they are if you're not exactly sure who you are. Also, I know Paul Hansen. I know Paul Hansen personally. No, I'm just and trying to grab. Okay, you, yeah, you missed it. You missed the point, but whatever. Okay, okay, uh, Rick, are you on the chat board now? Am I what? On the chat? No, I, that's what I said. I, I, I cooked when you can, was, was talking earlier. Can Rick, you get you on this? the chat now? Can you? No, I'm having Don't listen to Paul Hansen. Don't listen to Paul Hansen. Hold on a minute, Jeremy. Can you get on the chat now? Because I'm going to type out what Mike just said. No, I can't get on the chat right now. Okay, well, then no need to be doing all of that. Let me try it again. I tried it earlier when you kept saying, Rick, are you there? And I was saying yes, but you didn't hear me. That's why I had to call back in. I haven't tried chat. Let me try it now. All right, let me know. Yeah, let me know. Okay. All right. Thank you. Let's just say that that Mike knows more than I do, and Paul Hansen calls me for advice. Ooh. <laughs> I, have his, I have his cell phone number. Ooh. I don't know about that one. No, I do. Ooh. Actually, I can do it. Paul Hansen, a man? The man that was in jail with uh, uh, Dinah, what was his name? Gordon Hall? Stephen. Gordon got hauled away, so and and Dean fell off the cliff. So who are you referring to? No, he's out of jail now because we we all raised hell. But who's out of jail? Because who did what? No, he said somebody was in jail. Paul Hansen and and uh, Doctor Dino were in jail for a stupid IRS. He was up for a Lent's penance. He was facing like ten years, and but anyways, like we all got we got them out of jail because that, 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 that's a long story. Like it's one of Carl. <laughs> I didn't expect I didn't expect to get a straight answer. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, my point was I was complimenting you, dummy. I said, <laughs> Paul, 
Paul Hansen called me for advice, and I think you know more about what you're talking about than I do. You were complimenting me by saying that you got somebody out of jail? No, why don't you... You do look you, what you you I said, said something okay, let like me repeat my, let me repeat myself a little slower. You said, I said something about I said, we I, got him I, out I, of Mike. Mike knows more about this than I do. No, 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 Jeremy, that's not what I'm talking about. You said that you I don't know who you were, but you said we because of what because we raised hell, we got him out okay. of jail. That's oh, what yeah, I was, yeah. yeah. That's like like a thousand people. <laughs> a thousand a thousand of we got them out. <laughs> oh, like yeah, it was amazing actually. Um, the, they had they had extra armed guards and police cars escorting them from federal prison to the courthouse because like people from England and Scotland and the UK. Like flew over to like Florida, and they went to the actual trial, and and people drove for 21 hours and 20 hours all around the United States, and they all went to the trial. It was amazing. It was it was like uh, so it was amazing that people went to court to watch a court case. That happens all day, every day, all over the place. No, the the, the judge ordered said you you if you're gonna be in Wait a minute, Jeremy. The Jeremy, judge said, the woman judge said, if you open your Bible in court, you're in a contempt of court. <laughs> okay, so... Okay. Mark, can you okay, go over so the letter you wrote? We're getting off correct. topic here. You definitely, that's correct. So you said, I believe you're in possession? I'm just saying I know it, Paul it said, greetings, it said, greetings, Michael. I believe you're in possession of my property. Well, here's here's something important too is who well, you have my property, who actually took the property. Rick, are you on the call still? Yeah, I just did a post. I don't know if it's posted in chat. Yeah, Wait, I see it. It is it working, chat? Yes, it's working. Now. Here's what, so who has possession of you? Who took your stuff out the house that you actually saw? I didn't see actually any man or woman taking the stuff out of the house. I saw the truck backed up where the workers, I believe, had taken out the stuff. My property. But when you got put out, the man Micah was the one that actually. So he probably hired somebody to take that out. I don't know. Because nobody's just going to take it out. But, anyways, he's uh, responsible for your stuff. It was left in the house that he claimed was his house. Hold on, though. You can't just say he was responsible for it. You have to figure out who. Who took the stuff? Who gave the order to take the stuff? Who on paper? Who on paper is liable for it? You got to find out who to go after. You I can't go throwing the... punches at randomly in a crowd. I'm not trying to. I'm just trying to explain what I what, answer Aquila's answer or her question. What what happened was when the police came there, the sheriffs did, and they uh, the man with the gun 
whatever you want to call it. I don't know how you want to word it. The man, the sheriff said, you need to talk to this man uh, or talk to Mr. Clutch about arrangements about getting your property. And he walked over there. And he said, Rick, I don't want your stuff. He said, your stuff will be all right. And he uh, was just looking so, at him. So the sheriff told you right to your face, if you want your stuff back, you go and talk to this man. And you didn't go and talk to that man. We were in the front yard. When the, and he said, Rick, and then the... the, the, the are you, are, Rick, are you in the front yard right now still? On, all right, on the front yard. No, when, when, when the sheriff said, go talk to Michael Clutch if you want your stuff back, you didn't just stand on the front lawn until right now and you're still there. He told you, go talk to the man, and you didn't go talk to the man. All this time's gone past. You told me this huge story. We talked over and over for a couple of days. The sheriff told you right to your face, right then and there, go talk to the man and get your stuff back. And you didn't do it. Right. That's what the purpose of this letter is, is what I'm writing. How? Okay. This is fucking retarded. He told you go and talk. He told you go and talk to Michael Clutch if you want your stuff back, and you didn't go and talk to Michael Clutch. You just did nothing. Because Carl says you don't call, you do it all in writing. That's what Aquila says. Okay, okay. enough of your bullshit, Rick. You didn't write him a letter. You didn't get anybody to help you write a letter. You didn't do anything. He told you exactly. He told you exactly how to solve the problem immediately. Here we go back to the to again now with my writing skills. And what to write. You know what? If you're going to make excuses, I'm done. Okay, okay. My, here, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Do you have a lien? Oh, no, Jeremy. Hold on. Have... Hold up up in here. Hold up. Why Let me finish talking? talking to Rick. Rick, here's what's going on. When he told you to talk to the man, you said, okay, the next day, write a letter right quick. Get somebody to help you. You didn't know the spell or didn't know what to write. We do plenty of calls you could have asked. But anyway, that's besides the point. Let's move yeah, forward. Here's what needs to be done. Here's what you need I'm really sick of this bullshit where people do nothing and they come up with every freaking excuse under the sun why they're so hard done All by right. they can't do anything. Join, join, join Carl's club because he doesn't call yeah. anymore. The, the, okay, yeah. the answer is you have your own lean. Against the property. You know what? No, you know what? No, Jeremy, no, Jeremy, no, in case you didn't fucking right hear me, I'm talking. The man wants to get his stuff. The, the point yeah. is, the point is, if he's going to say, I learn things by seeing it and I learn things by listening, that means he could have listened to all Carl's audios. He could have watched all Carl's YouTube videos, but he didn't. And he chose to say, oh, I can't read and write, so I couldn't do anything. The sheriff said, if you want your stuff back, go talk to the man called Michael Clutch. He didn't go and talk to Michael Clutch. He didn't go and record a conversation. He didn't call him on the phone, didn't fax, text, email, didn't do a fucking thing. And then he, says, and then he said, oh, I can't read and write, so I couldn't do anything. All right. Oh, 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 oh no, when I talked to you last time, you told me not to hire an attorney. And I didn't do a fucking thing, but it's your fault because you told me not to hire an attorney. I didn't write a letter. I didn't make a phone call. I didn't hire an attorney. I didn't get a friend to help me. I didn't do anything. I didn't even write a letter. 
But it's you told me not to hire an attorney. Everybody else gets blamed. Everybody has an excuse, and it's fucking bullshit. If you guys aren't going to help yourselves, don't waste my fucking time. I didn't blame you at all. <laughs> okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to move on. You heard what Mike said about wasting his time. Here's what we're going to do. Just file now. Oh, never, never mind. Yeah, all right, so the man, Michael Clutch, I guess that's his name. We're going to write, you can write him a letter about your stuff, but it's been so long. So how many, how many, how long ago has it been, Rick, roughly? A month, two months? November 9th. It'll be a month, November, December 9th. Okay, so that's not too long, oh, but that's, long that's enough. Reasonable. That's, that's reasonable. So good. here's what we're going to do. So um, Mike articulated a letter. Um, I was going to attempt to write it in the chat. So you have it all spelled out. But here's the point. At the top, you yeah, want to write, was... yo, hold on, listen carefully. At the top, I, can... I think you could do this. Write your full name, care of whatever address, and can... maybe the people I... where you at, they'll let you use it. No, you if know you how to type... write your name, right? If you can type it in the chat. Then I'll take a snapshot of it and I'll have a copy of what you. Okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm only going to type the type in the chat the part that is the letter, the body of the letter, but the heading of the letter I cannot because I don't have the information. So at the top, let's say in the right hand left hand corner, you're going to write Rick, whatever your full name, Rick Smith, you know, and then on the next line. C slash O. Rick or Richard. Rich doesn't know who he is. No, well, you know your name. And then no, stop, stop speaking. I'm speaking. If there's too many people speaking, we don't want to confuse them. So after you write your name, you're going to put an address. Maybe the people where you at, that you use the address, I don't know. A friend, whomever. Put the address, the zip code and all that. Then on the left-hand side, you're going to write Micah Clutch, whatever his full name is, the address where you send in this letter, and a date. And then I'm just going to spell out the body of the letter, like greetings, Micah. I believe you in possession or have my stuff, my property I would write, not stuff. You have my property. Was left at this home, whatever the address of that home, you know where it is. I, I wish my property, you know, uh, return. Yeah. You know, or you can, you know, point me in the right directions where I can, you know, uh, have get my property, something like that. I'm going to type yeah. that, and you say, kind regards, Rick, sign your name, you're done. And you just send the letter. That's it. So that's what I'm saying to you. So the t- handing of the letter, I can't write for you because you know, what you, your address, your yeah, full yeah. name, and you have Micah's full name and address. I don't. Okay? Would that make sense? Rick? I'm on. I got one word out of all that you wrote, and I got my name in the upper right-hand corner and greetings. No. Your name in the right-hand corner with your full address. Where Rick, Micah is going to send this letter. Where are you going to get this letter back? General so you delivery. might wish to ask your friend or where you stand at, would they allow you to receive mail at their home? 
It'll be general delivery because I don't have a mailbox right now. That's fine. That's fine as well. But I'm saying I'm gonna say it again. Maybe where you're standing, those people be kind enough to let you use their address. Maybe they was if they do not, the general delivery. If that's the way you receive your mail, so be it. So yeah, you have said, that part. They said no. Don't use my mail. Uh, their mail. Just leave it the way it is. I got to go to the post office to see if I have. So you're going to put your name, Rick Smith. Uh, care of general delivery and write the post office, whatever their address may be. At the U.S. Post Office, United States Post Office, and whatever address. You can certainly go to the post office. They'll help you write that. And then you're going to, on the right-hand side, you're going to write Michael Clutch, whatever his full name is. Underneath his name, the next line, the address that you have. Then you're going to drop down a line or two and write the date that you are actually writing this letter. Then right after that, you're going to write greetings, Mike. But I'm going to type all that in for you. Okay. That way you'll have the whole body of letter, how to spell, There'll be no, you know, and you can write that, okay? Okay. I'll do that part of it. All right, here I go. What was you saying, Jeremy? Um, I was saying, yeah, that that's, that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was, I was basically saying, li- yeah, listen to Quilla and Mike. Well, uh, yeah. All right, here we go. Mike said, "Don't put greetings, Michael A. Clutch. You're calling him out. You're being rude or whatnot." But you're going to put that in the heading. That's why you're not going to put that in the body of the letter. Okay. So I gave you some directions, and I'm not going to steer you wrong. And if I'm wrong, Mike can correct me, or anyone who can correct can do so. Yeah, I could say so, but it was just too too complicated. Like we, and brackets and all that crap. It's yeah, whatever. She's just it's so simple. That's the first thing you you see that it says greetings, Michael. That's going to be your first line of the whole yeah. body of this letter. Okay, uh, here's the next line. Okay, all right. Believe. Mike, should we say have property or in possession of property? Mike? Okay. I'm going to put you have property. No, no. Yeah, I, I would probably say I believe you're in possession of my property. If he's not in possession of your property, he's going to have to say, no, I'm not. Right, right, yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh oh. 
Hmm. Wait a minute. Rick, can you see that, the chat board? Rick? Yeah, yeah, give me a second. I, I, I mute you out when the dogs are barking. It just takes me time to get. Oh, okay, I got you. It just takes me time to figure this phone out, how to get back to the call. I see greetings, Michael Clutch. No, you see greetings, Michael. All right, Michael, I'm sorry. Yep. That's all I see. That's the last thing I see. All right. Let me, let me try to hit reload. No, just leave it be. Service unavailable. Okay. Oh, well, let's see what's going on here. Okay, now it shows I'm back in chat. Yeah, hold on a second. I might have to sign back in myself. Is that not actually right? Yeah, there wasn't nothing to show up. Yeah, not yet. Okay, you know how to write the letter I, correct? How do I? How do I do what? I. Could you say that again, please? I. I. Yeah, the letter I. Yep, the little. Okay. Always a movement. Okay, and then I'll just spell it for you. Or a motion, I should say. Okay. <laughs> Could we, should we ask him, does he no, know what? No, no, Jeremy, I'm articulating the letter, not at this time. Aquila, right. do you have a poem? I'm sorry? you have a pen? <laughs> no, I'm not joking. No, I'm going to use my finger. <laughs> no, do you have a pen? Yes. I do. Okay, write down, I believe you, comma, Michael, comma, are in possession of my property. I believe, one second, I believe you, you, Michael, no, no, you, comma, Michael, comma. Okay, got it are in possession of my property which was taken from is is taken the right word be quiet come on Jeremy no no you can let Michael finish okay Jeremy somebody somebody picked it up and walked away with it they did a taking and a carrying off somebody took it okay okay Okay. that's my question okay okay uh, are in possession of my property, which was taken from, and then put the address of the house. And you could also put the date that it was taken. I can use this for my son. And then I require the immediate return of said property.
period. And then finish it off with something like, uh, please let me know where and when I can pick up my property. And then kind regards and just Rick and the date. What do you think about uh, restoration versus return? Well, okay, I'm going to try to type this Rick for you in the chat, okay? The word Wait a minute, Rick, you wait, 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 wait. Rick, you have an email, yes? Yes. All right, what's your email? If you can say it slow. Go ahead. All right. O N E G O. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. I'm just one go. All right, come on, Jeremy. Not, not now. Thank you for your help, but not now. So, O N E. Go ahead. G O O D. O N E L E F T and then the numeral two zero 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 at yahoo dot com. Okay, I'll just send this to you. All right. Okay. There you go. Done. But I'm going to just let you know, I don't really write people letters and stuff for them. I don't do that anymore. So if you can get someone else to help you with that, I can articulate. I don't mind that. If it was me, what would I write? But just to actually write, no. But I'll help you as much as I can, just so you know. Thank you, Paula. Thank you. Thank, thank so Mike. I, he wrote. He actually articulated the letter. I'm just copying it. <laughs> Mike, so restoration versus return. Yes. Um, restoration. The the word restore means to put back. So if you take something off a shelf, you restore it. You put it back in storage. You put it. You you put it back where it belongs. But right. a restor a restoration means to fix up like new. So if your house burns down, the fire restoration crew comes in and they re- they they do a restoration. They bring it back to like new. So I don't want somebody to fix up my property. I just require it. I, I just give it back. Don't fix it. Give it back. Return it. Yeah. You could say restore. You could say return. But restoration is actually a little bit different. And another word I came across that is similar is to interfere is one thing, but interference relates specifically to um, like radio or TV interference where it's disturbing the signal. An action word. Or football. Well, it's got nothing to do with being in action words because if you interfere with my rights, you're, that is an action. But interference has to do with radio signals and TV signals. 
And it also has to do later on with a penalty in football. But interference doesn't have anything to do with interfere necessarily. It's a term of art. It's specifically for TV and radio, and it's specifically for football. Like foosball. <laughs> I get it. Um, so, so when you require your property to be returned or or restored, or yeah, that, that's, that's in the past, and it's technically impossible. Right. Exactly. Because it's past tense. Ed. Right. I get right. that. Can I so, so if. if if you're requiring, okay, say someone has your tractor and now it's in the constructor trespass, meaning like I don't longer, no longer wish it to be in your possession and they don't return, they're not restoring it or, or giving it back to you, it's constructor trespass, what would you use in the sentence uh, I require? I'm not a lawyer, so I don't pretend to know what a constructive trespass is. I'll just say return my tractor. Okay, constructive is constructive trespass a legal a legal term? Of course it is. Of course it is. Common law term. I don't know. When did your neighbor ever come in come and say, "Oh, you uh, committed a constructive trespass when you didn't return my ladder"? That's well, a lawyer I, borrowed thing. From him. I borrowed it from him, and so he—he he, it was—it's not a trespass because I didn't steal it. It's just that he no longer wishes mm-hmm. to be in my possession. Okay, so how it, is it? A, okay, if you just said it's not a trespass, how can it possibly be a constructive trespass? Well, well, now it's a constructive trespass because he—he's because you're an attorney. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. Okay, did Jeremy? I don't know what this bullshit is you're going on about. Did your did your neighbor ever tell you you're committing a constructive trespass by not returning his his ladder? No, he didn't. I get, I get what you're saying, but I'm trying to like elaborate. Okay, Jeremy, if you are not, it, Jeremy, 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 picture you're nine years old, right? Almost ten. You're nine years old, and I say, hey, Jeremy. You're uh, committing a constructive trespass with that skateboard. Are you going to know what I'm talking about when you're nine years old or 29 years old or 39 years old? No. You're going to know that if you start studying the legal system. I only learned that from Carl on his call, actually. So yeah. I, I, I don't know. i got to go back and listen again, I guess. But, but I, I thought that was a common law word. I, I believe. Where, 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 watch this one. Where is the term constructive trespass written in the common law? It's not. Common law. Uh, but, but you know where it is written, Jeremy? In the legal system. Right? Uh, good, good point. Good point. Keep me on my toes, Mike. Keep me on my toes. We're here for you jerk, I love you. <laughs> I prefer asshole, but I guess jerk works. <laughs> I would say idiot, but then you know that means... <laughs> Anyways, this is a great call. 
Man. I paused my movie that I paid for on YouTube. Have you all watched uh, Doctor Strange? It's a kind of good movie. Two ninety nine on YouTube. <laughs> the guy earlier was funny too, actually. Oh man, someone yelling me cry all the time. But but but, but, but I know you got mad at him, right? But couldn't he just have uh, done what I just said, like made a lien against his property before anybody else, and then they had to pay him first? I'm not saying common law or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, in their society or or, or legal lien society or UCC or whatever crap, if the first lien has to be paid, right? Well, I I'm not exact. I missed the first part of what you're saying, but. I think it would be a colossal mistake for Rick to start trying to study about how to file a lien when he, can prob- when, when he can probably just write a simple letter and get this resolved very quickly. Oh, yeah. It, it wasn't about... Yeah, no, I, know, I, I get that. I'm, yeah, no, you're right about that, but I'm just bringing, like, interesting you know, topics to the conversation, I guess you could call it. But so one that's... problem one problem with that letter is that I use the word immediately and technically it's impossible for Mike Michael to return the property immediately because immediately is like the blink of an eye. Well it's no so... unless 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 he defined it in his his definitions at the bottom of his page, immediately it means within 30 days. Yeah, but it kind of doesn't make sense to say right now in 30 days. Yeah, well, you have to, you know, like, they define their own words and their own specific but, context. But I, I get what you're saying, but what you're actually doing is taking a word with a very definite definition and then you're giving a completely different definition. Like the, word is. like the word is, right? No, it's not like the word is. If you say right now, you can't follow up right now with, I mean, 30 days. If I say well, you give him like... Okay, wait, 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 wait. That, that, that's Jeremy. Jeremy. No, Jeremy, no, you said right you, now. I, I, no, no, if, listen, listen. You said right. If I tell you, right, if I tell right you to give me my... Jeremy, if I tell you to give me my skateboard right now, I can't say right now means 30 days. It's ridiculous. You just said right. They mean two different things. They're two completely different things. Yeah, I got directions. Completely the opposite of of, uh, the the words you're actually trying to look for, which is um, post-haste. Post-haste. What you what you say, Rick? That's what I was doing because Carl says go to ET online there, and I went there and I heard uh, Mike say immediately, and then I'd been looking up these words uh, for like several months or since listening to Carl, and I found that word exigence, and it's basically, I guess, uh, the word it substitutes immediately. That's why I posted it in chat. The link about accusants and accusants. That 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 that's 
that's ridiculous. Nobody on the planet's ever heard of that word. You can't use that word. It's not a common man's word. Well, then Nobody's going to know you. On Angela's show, when he goes to Carl, and he told, Carl told Angela about ET online, he said, you go and you find the Greek word. And that's what I, I, I found that accusation. Okay, okay how, how, how do you use that? Okay, the sentence is, see, spot, run. How do you use that word you just said in that sentence? See, spot, accidentally, run. Something's wrong with that sentence all of a sudden. No, no, it has to be the predicate. It has to be, it has to be. Oh, now we're talking... Now we're talking predicate. That just proves that that word is ridiculous. You should never use it. Immediately, see spot run. It should be like a colon or, or something. Oh, here we go. <laughs> He's writing a letter. There's, there's no colons, no semicolons, no square brackets. It's a simple letter, man to man. So don't even use that word, even though it's a, it's the Latin word. And it says don't, uh, use, don't use any words that, that, that have more than... It's it's not only that. Rick, do you speak Latin? Is that your number one language, Latin? No. Then don't use it. If if your if your nine or ten year old neighbor doesn't understand that word, don't use it. This was like Carl's father. He didn't read or write English, and he and like somebody, some legal like professed. Hey, I'm a lawyer. I'm a judge. Here's a piece of paper. And I say you have to do this, and he's like oh, looking at him. He's looking at him with a question mark. He's like, "Whoa, what? Wait, wait, who, who are you? Uh, I don't know. What does this say? I don't. What? I'm not signing that crap. Oh, everybody in jail right now signed themselves in the jail along with my son, and, and and I told my son don't sign anything, and he still didn't listen to me. But they're only in jail because they, the only signature on the contract is theirs. There's no other man's signature on anybody in jail's contract. It's that, it's that simple. So, so what I'm saying is, like, I don't understand what is what what does that say? They can't hold how, you. I I'm lost. How does this have anything to do with what we were talking about? Yeah, I was gonna say, can I get back to the word essence and try to understand well, why they call hey, it? Hey, yeah, Rick, what day was your property taken out that home? You know. Well, the sheriff with the gun, the man with the gun took me. No, no, no. Uh, I'm going to say it again. That was, your property was impacted in the truck. What day did the truck come? Do you remember? Yeah, the Sunday. It was noticed by the my, by myself through friends. Sunday? That Sunday, Monday of the following. following uh, the following Sunday or Monday? Uh, it happened on a Thursday, the November ninth, and then the whole weekend went, and then uh, yeah, it was a Sunday or Monday that it was brought to my attention that my property was removed. From- do you have oh, a way so of you finding don't out? Know. Do you don't have know a way of finding it was me? Do you have a way of finding out for sure what day it was? Oh, I just know the day that it was. I saw the truck with okay. the tarp on. I'll just put no time, November 2006. Hold on. Did you do any other, okay, after you left there, Did what did you do that day? Like, you don't have to get into personal, private details, but what else did you do that day after that? 
tried finding a place to, to stay because I was on the street. I slept out in the cold for three days. Okay, but where, where I'm going with this is think of something you did later on that day that you can remember the date for or that you have written down. Maybe you went to an office somewhere and somebody gave you a piece of paper with a date. Just try and think of something else you did that day where you can go and look on the calendar and figure out what day it was for sure. But, but Mike, Mike, I don't, I don't mean to, I don't know the story behind this, so I don't know whether I'm helping or not, but um, if a man believes something and, and he, another man has to disprove that belief. Okay. That may be true, but it doesn't mean he should write something that he knows is incorrect or that's possibly I don't know. incorrect. I, I wasn't trying to say that. I was trying to just kind of like ask questions kind of more. Um, I wasn't trying to lead the way. I was just trying to say, you know. But my point is, instead of saying, you took my property on Saturday and then find out later it was actually on Sunday, you just kind of look stupid and you don't quite know what's going on. You're missing the facts. But if you say something like three weekends ago, or uh, at the beginning of this early November or something, instead of saying something wrong, find another way of saying it that's close. So you're not actually incorrect. Because it's I'll bad to be incorrect. I'll just say early November. I'll just say early November. That's easy. There you go. Or three weeks ago. Or you could also say three weeks ago, or you could come up with something else that's clever. It's just, just don't be inaccurate. Can I add, can I say, why do we have to include this date of that? I'll work, Mike, so keep it simple. I require the return of my property, and, and it's a letter noticing of that. And that's yeah. it. Don't leave it out. Because last I knew, when the man said, yeah, go with your stuff. Yeah, I'm that's... Yeah, the, the date is actually not really necessary anyways. I'm just saying if you know what date it is and, and you can be specific, that's good. But if you don't know what date it is, it's probably better not to put anything. Right. Just leave it. I'm just asking for my property back. Let him fill it in what day it was gone. That's true. Who cares whether robber robbed you? He's like, get back my property. That's right. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know what's all the noise. I have no idea. Not me. No problem. So, so. I'm kind of slack on this this conversation, but you you have property issues, and, and somebody else has your property or your tractor, whatever, um, and you're requiring it back, which means by right, because it's yours, and no man's going to come forth. You believe in open court to say that it's their property. We're not talking just hundreds. We're talking thousands. 
I'm trying to figure out whether it's like a, whether it's a child, whether it's a human, your 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 offspring, or 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 a truck, or tractor trailer. All, all my property that you would need to live to live in a house, everything, clothes, socks, shoes, solar panels, tools, snap-on tools. I get it back. I'm just. Is it a tractor trailer or is it an offspring? I'm not gonna say kid because the word kid means goat. Jeremy. Jeremy. He was. Jeremy. He was in a house. He got evicted, and they took his stuff out of the house and put it in a truck and took it somewhere. And he hasn't asked anybody where it is or how to get it back yet. That's what he's doing now. Oh, that's the first step. Yeah, it's it's really really simple. This got all confusing and ridiculous, but it's super simple. I don't know why this is so difficult. Wait, 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 just send send a letter asking. <laughs> what do you oh think we God. were doing? What do you think took I, us so I long? No to... I had no idea. My, my bad, my bad. Anyway, uh, Rick, I sent that to you. I hope you got it, and hopefully that be helpful. I would I would see, see I would see, So, Rick, let me explain a couple of things. Excuse me, Jeremy. Now, I put in your name at the top. I just put Rick Smith, but you can wreck your name. I put an address. You can correct that address. And on the other side, I put Micah Clutch, whatever his name is, and I put an address. But you can correct that address because I don't know the address. Then I wrote the body of the letter. And I put the, you know, also you want to put a date there. Okay? Okay, let me ask this. Who else when you he... sign, you can put the date, too. But put the date at the top as well as the bottom. That's fine. I would see a lot of people. But who who would y'all recommend CCing? And I keep, I Not keep you doing. for sure. <laughs> if he, you know what? No, it's Rick's paper. That's a private matter. If Rick wishes okay, to see to whomever, ask him. Private affairs, but I'm saying, if it was me, I would CC all the people. But but I wrote the letter, so it's correct. What's the problem? I know what I, I wrote. Okay, right. I'm not saying that. I, I I'm saying, why do okay? Why do you believe he needs to CC and to whom? It's, it's just like extra. It's like if when I send a, um, a 911 form in statute codes, if I'm going statute codes world, not Jeremy, Jeremy, if you took my skateboard and I write you a letter saying, give me my skateboard back, who the fuck do I got to CC for that? Oh, the corporation that you, you lent it to. What corporation? The man took my fucking skateboard, and I'm telling him to get oh, my skateboard back. Of the corporation. What corporation, Jeremy? The guy took my skateboard. I require it back. Oh, what yeah, corporation? yeah. He, he is actually an agent also of the corporation. Jeremy, Jeremy, Walmart ain't got no fucking hands. They didn't take shit. A man took I my get, skateboard, and I, 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 I require it return. You, you're, you're, you're operating under a world of, like, honorable honorable people. No, Jeremy, it's real life. The man took my skateboard, and I'm telling the man to give oh, it back. Oh, really, really? He's going to be like, who are Jeremy, you? Jeremy, did Walmart, did Walmart take my skateboard? Did did did, did Walmart or did an employee? No, or a man act, did. Acting as an employee. Dude, a man did. A man named oh, Michael. Oh, really? And, and then the employee... Jeremy, okay. watch this. The, the man's name is, is, the man's name is Michael. It's best to be quiet. Mike, Mike. 
Let him learn. You can't learn. Walmart didn't play on skateboard. A man took his skateboard, and the man's name is Michael. We know he took the skateboard. It's a man. Did they play tricks in court? Jeremy, you're pulling bullshits on the call. Oh, no. Fuck that shit. Jeremy, it's flat-out bullshit what you're saying because you're wrong again and you can't admit you're wrong. You're going to bullshit us along. Where's your proof? A man took my skateboard. Oh, oh corporation right. did not. Okay. An employee. Not Joe Walker. Rick actually do need help. Rick, you have any more and questions? You're wrong for saying I'm Jeremy, wrong. Jeremy, let's move on, Jeremy. Please let's no, no, move no, no, on. No, okay? no, We can't move no, on. No, because listen, no, we tried no, to no, no. help Rick. I'm calling this man. I mean, you don't house. get it, man, so that's man. fine. Man, I'm going to try You and I can have a conversation somewhere else. No, you know, Carlos talked to Rick. Carlos, if you go back and listen to Carl's very, very first talk to you episode, he explains to people he explains to people at a kindergarten level that Walmart doesn't have any hands and a man interfered with your right, not a corporation, and you go after the man, not the corporation. Carl one oh one, son. Oh my god. That's what I was calling you out on. Who's the man that says that that's wrong? You said I did wrong. And so I'm saying, where did I do wrong? Yeah. Nothing okay. in, nothing anyway, in my email. So let's finish the call. I didn't get nothing in my email yet. Yeah, I, I forgive the, you, Mike. I checked the spam, nothing. Hello? I've, there's nothing in my email. Well, it probably didn't go through yet. You just have to wait. Because the one you gave me, that's the one I sent it to. One good one left, 2000 at yahoo.com. Yep, that's what I wrote down. I'll keep getting refreshed. Yeah. We'll see. If it's not, I can send it again. No problem. Hey, just just text me and I'll I'll send it to Aquila. Um, my my cell phone. Oh, first. see, that's what's the whole point. You have to ask Rick all that. I'm good, Rick. I got your email. No, so I'm if saying. You that give it to, no, hold on. If he wants, he wish to give it to anybody else. That's on him. No, I, that's why I'm using my cell phone number. Two one zero. I'm not sending stuff out. I'm not sending that to. No, I sent it to Rick, and that's good enough. So what's the problem if I can give it to you through my cell phone? But I already have it. He gave me his email. He just said it. Okay, maybe you get it wrong. I'll I'll read it again. If he he just said it again. Aquila, stop arguing. Jeremy knows everything tonight. Everybody else is wrong. Jeremy knows it all. Don't argue with Jeremy. Let me make sure. I'm going to make sure with Rick. Rick, I'm going to spell it out. Okay. O-N-E. Just trying to help, Mike. Jeremy, chill out. I understand. O-N-E-G-O-O-D-O-N-E-L-E-S-T-2000 at yahoo.com. Is that correct? Correct. Thank you. I sent it there. So if it didn't go through, I can send it again. No big deal. Well, then you I'm didn't not get it. 
I'll send it. But if you wish to send it to anyone else, that's up to you. I'll send it to you. I'm not sending it to no one else. That don't, uh, that's I, not how it works. Because this matter is between you. Quill is trustworthy. She's a, give my number. I'm not flushed else. away. I'm not flustered. I'm just telling you like it is. That's all. I don't do I'm stuff like that. Either. I don't get frustrated. I don't get mad. Probably like, why I, didn't I don't know medicine. what you... Huh? I'm not, that's probably why, you know, after paying Carl, I never got no emails from him. And yours isn't showing up. And I'm not getting no emails. So I guess it's something, anything. I don't know. I refreshed it and I went to spam folder. I went to inbox and nothing. Well, sometimes I don't get emails for like days, actually, from certain companies. Um, but then they show up eventually. So that might be the case. Usually if I do Amazon, it's like right there in one minute. Oh, two yeah. Minutes. If I do Amazon, it's right away. If I do stock market, it's right away. Um, my bank account's right away. But, but like, other emails is kind of haywire and Okay, and we're not going to get in there on emails. Any questions you have more you have, Rick, or are you good? Yeah, uh, just... Uh, once I do get this, then I write it out, and then I make uh, copies, and then I get it certified, or do I have to verify this paper? You can just send it by certified mail. That's all. Okay. Do you know uh, what once you write it, when you write it out, you can actually send it to me. I'll check it and say okay, and then send it. How about okay. that? And then... Rick, uh, it's a private letter. You don't. It's a private letter. There's no certifying or verifying or any of that crap. It's just a letter. But I'm right, saying he might want to send it by certified mail. Just the mail is certified, not the letter itself. I want to. Yeah, I want to say he didn't get it. That's why I said you sent it by certified mail with the green card. He had to sign for it, and once he signed for it. Then you know he received it. That's and then, this is on one piece of paper, and then you fold it. You don't put it in the envelope, right? Because all they're saying is they No, can... you put it in the envelope, put a stamp on it, take it to the post office, and tell them you want you wish to send it by certified mail. Can they help you fill out the bill of green card? Period. So they're just, so they're just certifying that the envelope and not the paper that's in it, though, right? Rick, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. They're not certifying or verifying anything. You're simply sending a certified letter. The post office no. will certify that they sent the letter, and they will have a signature to back it up. What, what, Mike is not tell, what Mike's not telling. What Mike's not telling you is that okay, the post Jeremy, office. How about Jeremy, Jeremy, you gotta stop talking. Let him finish. If you have a comment. Then say it. But too many people talking is confused. This man is asking a question. He's trying to get some clarity. Now I'm going to say it one more time. One more time, Rick. You're going to put the letter in the envelope. You're going to seal that envelope up. Put a stamp on it. You're going to carry that letter to the post office. And tell them at the post office, I wish to send this certified mail. They would then give you a green card and another piece of paper to fill out. Say, I need some help. I can't read very well. Can you help me out? 
here is the address I wish to put here. They will probably write it out for you, tell you the price of it, but they're going to put it on the envelope, give you a price, how much it is, you pay it, they're going to give you a receipt, and you walk out. That's it. There's nothing else, nothing more. All right. I understand all that fully. I'm just listening by my my experience of just listening to these audio shows and all that, where it has come up in these some, the talk shows, Angela's, Paul Hansen, Rick Iverson, whoever, they say. Rick, Rick, fucking knock it off. I don't give a right. shit how many gurus you listen to. I don't give a shit who's Angela's guests are. You fucking stick to one method or don't. All right, Stop I'm this talking. Paul Don Hansen bullshit. Who gives I'm a dictating. flying fuck what he said? That's got nothing to do with what you're doing. Mike, 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 it's okay, it's okay. Okay, do, do what Mike this is, says. No, Jeremy, Jeremy, this is fucking retarded. The man has a letter in an envelope, uh, and he's sending a certified uh, mail, and he's blathering well, on about fucking John no, Jonah Jameson. Okay, let, 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 Mike, Mike. Fucking bullshit, it's a waste of time. How many, how, okay, Mike, okay. What's, what's the actual canceled stamp? What's the canceled stamps? Fuck your Hello? canceled stamp, it's bullshit. Oh, oh no, you man, Jeremy, I just told you me. what to do. Jeremy, the man sending a fucking letter to a post office and sending a certified mail, that's it. Stop your bullshit. I agree with your saying. This is what Bruce is mailing. He's mailing a fucking certified letter. Knock it off. That's what he's doing. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Did you understand uh, what I just articulated? The man's putting Rich. a fucking certified letter did through the post office, and that's all he's doing. Why do you have to do a certified letter? Why? Rich, did you understand what I said? I'm trying to talk to Aquila. I don't believe I was making. The, I was responding to Aquila's questions, not my question. Mike jumped in, and I can't. Okay, but I told it. you what to do. That is all there is to do. I, I um, believe. There's nothing else. And I believe. What I'm asking is, is that you said, wait, wait, wait. Let's. Rick has. He needs to understand. You know, with Vera, let him ask the questions. And that's what I was simply asking a question as far as what I had heard on those other shows. That the man. I do all the process that you say, Aquila, and then the man, when he gets it, he could say, yeah, and he opened it up and said, oh, I got a, a certified envelope, but there was nothing in the. That has nothing to do with Rick. That's not going to matter, okay? That's not going to matter at all. All okay. this mailman has said that this, you, whatever envelope you sent that was sent to that man and he received it. Okay. Regardless what he tried to pull later, I didn't yeah. get it, I didn't see. We'll deal with that when it comes. Okay. Hey, Rick, that's the Rick. first step at first step and not confuse the situation. Uh, you're gonna, when you look at the letter, you're going to write the letter. Hmm. Send it back to me. I'm going to look at it. If it's good, I'm going to say, great, you can send this letter. Now you're going to do is um, you're going to, once you write the letter, you're going to go and make a copy of that letter. You're going to keep the original. And the copy that you make, you're going to fold it up, put it in the envelope. Then you're going to seal the envelope. Then you're going to put a regular stamp on that envelope. And then take it to the post office. Tell them you wish to send it by certified mail. They're going to give you a green card, and it's going to be a white and green piece of paper. 
You need to fill those two items out. But if you don't know how, ask for help and say, look, I can't read very well. I can write, but I can't read very well. Would you mind helping me fill this out? I believe they will help you. And then you'll let it be off and running. They're going to give you a receipt and a copy of the tracking number uh, of where that mail is going. And you take Correct. that, put it in a, a, a somewhere that you're not going to lose it. Preferably get a big yellow envelope and stuff it in there so you won't lose all your paperwork. Okay. And put the original letter and keep it safe. You answered it. You answered Rick. everything you told me about that when, it, when, we, when we get there. Rick, I, I get what you're saying about the them saying it was an empty envelope or whatever. That, in my opinion is likely never, ever going to happen to you. I think that is the, one of the most rarest things that would ever happen. But the easy way to deal with that is bring somebody with you to the post office, not a family member. A friend is okay. A neighbor is okay. A complete stranger is okay. Anybody over the age of 18 that hasn't been deemed crazy. And then... You bring them to the post office, and when you get to the post office, uh, take your copy of the letter and get your friend or whoever your witness is to put their initials in one of the corners and get your friend to put the letter in the envelope and seal the envelope, and then that way they put it in the mail, not you. And you have a man or woman that will come into court and will take the stand and say, I put that letter in there. I saw the letter with my own eyes and I actually initialed that piece of paper. And I also have a copy of that piece of paper with my initials on it. And nobody will question that because it's not you bullshitting. You actually thought ahead and got somebody as a witness to do it for you. Thank you. But to be honest, I, I think it's very rare that somebody's going to say they got an empty envelope. But you are right, it can happen. But if you're worried about it, that's how you get around it. That's what I'm worried about. That's all I want to make. That's that, that one I said way back on the other show the other night, I said I'm worried about my T's and my I's being crossed. That's that's one of the, the I's and T's. I want to make sure I do it all right. Everything. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not going to fault you for doing it properly. I, I don't really worry about that, but if you're worried about it, it makes sense to fix it. But another thing you can do is you can take a photo of the letter right beside the certified envelope, or you can videotape your friend putting the letter in the envelope and videotape him handing it to the clerk lady at the post office. Or you could also audio record it but if you're videoing it you can just say hey today is december 3rd rick here and my friend bob is putting michael's letter in the envelope right now here's the uh, here's the here's the letter and film the letter real quick and then film the envelope real quick and videotape the letter actually going into the envelope and you can videotape the letter being handed to the clerk or you could yeah. even just, or you could even just audio record it, because it's I mean, only evidence to help support what you're saying. 
I video everything, Mike, even when they evicted me and they came to the door and showed me the court order, everything I evict, or everything I record every, with video, everything. Okay. Everything when the man served me the everything, I, I video, so no questions asked. Yeah, just so you know, sometimes it might not be a good idea to video it. Sometimes it might be better to just press record on your phone and not wave your phone around like a microphone. Keep it quiet when you're recording. I don't. I leave it in my pocket with the camera pointed up and it's stuck in my pocket all the time. Mm-hmm. And then, then I wear my press badge, the you know, the member of the press, but I keep that un, unzipped and covered. And if anybody does ask, then I'll show them that I'm a member of the press, that I have the right to record books, I have the right, these are, this is my document. I'm documenting. It, the, the thing is, nothing tells people to shut their mouth faster than a video camera in their face. So if you want to catch evidence on tape, don't let them know you're recording because you're not going to get any evidence. If you stick a video camera in my face, I'm going to shut my mouth immediately. So I keep it in my pocket. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, I hope that helps, Rick. Um, okay, yeah, I'll check it. If you don't, I'll resend it, no problem. Um, yeah, I, I checked it, refreshed it like 20 times and nothing. Yet. Yeah, don't worry. I'll send it again and we we'll go from there. Okay. Okay. I'll mail this. Yeah, but um, what is today? I'll tell you what. I'll do a quick show tomorrow about 8.30 or 9 and just see if you actually receive it. But if you email me and say I did receive it, then I know you did. If not, I'll do a call tomorrow and see that you receive it. Okay? Okay. Okay. Thank you. No problem. Wow, what a call. Um, one face, you still here? One face? Looks like you see it. We'll see. Uh, Money Mike? So uh, what, how are you uh, helping Rick today? Uh, I just sent him a, the letter Mike articulate, so he have it by email. So just you know. So why didn't you meet Jeremy up? Jeremy? Yeah. Jeremy, the, Jeremy has left the building, so we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot could have got done quicker if you just uh, you know realized. But yeah, sure enough. I guess you, I guess enough. you're still you're you're still learning to be a man also. So that I can't blame you for that. Woman, you mean? But that's true. <laughs> and I really hate to mute people out. I really do. I don't like to, but I see it's necessary at times. So I have that's to do what I gotta do. Yeah, yeah, very important to do that shit. And thank you oh, for yeah. your advice. I I really appreciate it. Not gonna and make I any exceptions for anyone, but I did quit swearing five weeks ago. 
Shit. That's all right. <laughs> all right. See? These questions with five feathered friends. All right. All right. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back. I'm on my bike now. I'm going coming home from work. Maybe I'll join you guys. Awesome. In a few Actually, I'll probably join you every once in a while, like when I get to an intersection or some shit. Okay. All right. right. No problem. No worries. All right. Southeast Arizona, you have a question or comment? No. Actually, I don't have any either. (laughs) So you like what you're hearing? Interesting. Okay. You know, I mean, it's like I don't sugarcoat anything. I'm going to tell you straightforward because they're not going to have mercy on you at the court. They're going to run over you like a freight train. They don't care. So if I see something wrong, I try to correct it. They don't understand, and oh, well. You know, just keep coming back until you get it. That's, That's the best I can tell you. Oh yeah, I I've been doing these things for a long time. I had my own oh. successes and failures. Sure, if you want, you if you wish to. Oh, maybe that's next fine. time. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. No problem. No worries. And like I said, I usually do a show on Saturdays about eight thirty sometimes, but mostly I've been doing it at nine. Even though yeah. I might do a quick, I might do a quick call during the week, and that probably be on the Tuesday. So you can yeah, actually I, look. I skyped you um, the other day, um, Private Nanya. Oh, that was you. Okay, yeah. so here's the deal. All right, I saw that. Here's the deal. I'm not trying to be funny, rude, or mean, but I got some bad skypes before, so I was not really accepting. But what I'll oh, do, no, I'll give my. I'll give out my email. That way you guys can uh, email me something. And you can, like, call, say, put one, two, three, or X, 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 something, because I don't always check the email. Sometimes I do. Mm-hmm. And it's the number one, God, G-O-D, can, C-A-N. So one God mm-hmm. can at gmail.com. All right. So if you got something to say, email me something like that. I'll try to check it out, see what's going on. Right on. Beautiful. Yeah, so I don't do the Skype thing because who? Lord have mercy. <laughs> the Skype yeah, things I, have, I got. So. Yeah, I have very few people I talk to on there. Yep. And, no, you know, so that's why. But on the call, I sometimes give out my email. Most time I don't, but it's okay. Thank you. Appreciate it. My, if I email you, it'll be from Private Nanya. That's fine. And like I said, in the subject line, just put XXX123. I don't always okay. check. But if I'm only calling you, like, hey, I'm going to send you an email or something, let me know, and I'll try to look for it. Thank you very much. Yeah, no problem. And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know it all, but what I do know, I know it well, and I know much more than I actually share here on the call. Because my goal was to, you know, share and give back and give my testimony. And what I found, from what I hear, I'm, from what I hear articulate on most of the shows, 
they don't have the basis, number one. And the basis no. know who you are. And if you don't know who you are, how much power you have, you can't even begin to see because you're going to always believe that the legal side, the statutes, the bar association have more power than you. And they can do right. whatever they want and get over you. You're not going to see this thing as clearly as it really is. And that's the unfortunate thing. But I put this paper in the court. I did this. They ran over me. They tried to lock me up. Oh, I got scared. Whatever. You're not going to believe it and understand right. it. So when I did believe it, understand it, I was able to speak to the judge. I told. I don't know if you heard me say this, but I'll say it quickly. It was not even my case. I was with another woman trying to help her in her case. You know, I was probably to say, don't say that. I would say this, you know, something like that. And, however, when they did call her, we both walked to the front. I had some of her papers. I set them on the desk. I didn't sit down. And the judge asked, who was I? <laughs> and I said, I'm here to help my fellow men. And he was like, you can't do that. Sit down. Of course, I didn't <laughs> like that. Like, who do you think he's talking to? Yeah. But I know how to act in the public. So I simply just said, is that an order? Mhm. And I said, put it in writing. By that time, the bailer came, who has the gun, and said, ma'am, you have to go. He started to pick up the papers, and he almost touched me. And that's when I realized, oh, here, public service, I give you no permission to contact me. So he took his hands off, like, stepped away. So I'm staring at the judge, and he's staring at me. I know he can't do a thing to me, can't say nothing to me, can't. You know, can't give me, if he want to give me orders, I'll take orders all day and perform if he's going to pay me. He know what was going on. So I realized I was holding up the whole court, and they had a bunch of cases they had to do. So I said, I sit down because I wish to. And then I sat down. And he uh, knew I won that. So he knew I won that round. So he kept looking at me, looking at me. And he said, you know you can't speak. You ain't going to speak. All you going to speak. I jumped back up. I said, is that an order? And I require you to put that in writing. And he had to do what I say. He actually did exactly what I told him. He did put it in writing, but he wrote in the air. I should have said put it in written form of paper and ink, but I didn't say that. So anyways, by that time, the bailiff come over, and he almost actually touched me, and I was swerve away from him. And that's when I realized all here public service. And the judge told that bailiff, take your hands off of her. He said, no, no, don't touch her. Don't, no, no, no. He told him. And the bailiff was startled like, surprised that the judge said that. I knew what was going on. So once again, I'm mm -hmm. holding up the court. He can't do anything. So I, went, so I said, I'll leave because I wish to. And I just walked out. And then the bailer, like he escorted me out, they called a bunch of other bailers, like four or five of them around. And they was like, what's going on? I was like, I don't know. I told the other bailers, I have no clue. <laughs> but that was the end of it. So it is a couple of times I actually got up and did that. So what I'm saying yeah. is basically not to pat myself over the shoulders, but realizing who's before you, who's standing before you. Just another man or another exactly. one. That's all I see. Yeah. That's I, all I, I see. Yeah, I've stood up in court for my daughter before and said what I had to say, and and uh, the judge just was staring at me. <laughs> he didn't know what to say. Uh, I, uh, so now they, whenever she, well, she doesn't have court anymore, but when she did, they would always have extra bailiffs in there and stuff. It was pretty fun. Okay. And I went around, yeah, I went around to the, the court clerk, and she knows me very well. Um, and, you know, I get my originals back, which they always try and tell you you can't get them back. 
uh, I get mine back. Okay. So. That's wonderful. Yeah, it is. Yeah, well, it, it, I've had some really good experiences because I know who I am, and and I know they are just just other people. They put their yeah, pants on the same man. as we do. Another man or woman who's acting as a public servant at that time. But at the yeah. end of the day, they're still a man or woman, and they can't harm you. If they do, mm-hmm. they will be, uh, you know, the law will be on your side. So, And once you understand yeah. these, this one thing, that this is small thing that who the bar association, who they are coming after you. When I say they, I'm talking about the bar association, whether it's attorney, right. whether it's the judge, whether it's, see, the only one to move a case is another man or woman. The prosecutor could talk all he wants. Say he don't have first-hand knowledge. <laughs> so who cares what he say? That's then, exactly right. Judge certainly don't have no first-hand knowledge. He only going by what you said. Mm-hmm. And you must know the roles of who's who. So the judge is just a judge. He's going to hear what you had to say, hear what the uh, lawyer or whoever's on the other side has to say. That's the world they act in. That's the way they do things. But mm-hmm. I don't have to confine myself to their way or conform myself to that way. I'm a woman. They have to right. perform themselves to my way, mm-hmm. if anything. So if once you understand these few little things here, it'll probably help you better and better within whatever situation you may be in. Oh, yeah. And then I the fear, no yeah, the fear I started, starts I started, yeah, I started this just, just because out of curiosity, I like, you know, law, and I, I can see down the road people going to get in trouble, people that I love, and so I wanted to be, you know, knowledgeable. So I've been doing this about six years or so. Wow. And More I got, than you know, I. I got, it. <laughs> I got I got in an accident and uh, in a car accident and and I handled that pretty well. They, they they gave me some court dates and I wrote a few letters and it went away. And uh, I wrote to the to the trans public or the transportation department and. Told him I broke the fence, you know, and I wanted to fix it and or or pay for it if it was already fixed. And so they sent me the bill of that, and I just paid it. It was like 150 bucks. And so I think, you know, I just took handle what I needed to fix, and and I haven't heard anything from it for two years now. And it's not, you know, it's out of the courts and whatnot. So I think well, I handled it pretty well. Yeah. Let them know, you know, I'm not going to be there. I'm not a part of your law society, and I don't believe there's a law that says I have to. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's all this is about. And once you understand, really get to comprehend what's going on, understand that that's a huge, huge step in the right direction. You right. Know, it's huge, you know, that you don't gain that much. And I understand that. And you can't keep on saying, well, they did this. I sent my paperwork. They did that. Because obviously you're doing something not correctly. Because if right. they know a man stand before them, they're they going to act. They know about that. Oh, yeah. They will touch you. Oh, yes. But I wasn't backing down. You got the wrong one today. And I ain't playing yeah. this game with you. And so they back down. They have to. They have no choice. Yeah. It's about, and it's all about your, and like Carl said, your way of life. So basically, I'm going to say it this way. If you say I'm a Christian, um, you might say I'm a Pentecostal. Okay. So when you go to the to, to the building and fellowship with the man or woman, 
you know, you fellowshipping with them at that building, which you may call a church, fine. Uh, it's a church building. But we are the people, it's a church. So what I'm saying is you may go there all you wish, all you want. But if you, you number, number one, you need to know why you're going there, what's going on there, and what's happening. You cannot be just going somewhere and say, oh, just like I go at the court, what's going on here? You have to know what's going on, and you have to right. be able to stand what you believe in. And just like also, you can say, I go to church on Sunday, that's it. But what about Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? It's the way of your life. And I do this, I try to pray every day. We try to read my Bible every day. I sing songs. I mean, as I, if I was at, at that building of fellowship, it's my way of life. So if you have your way of life, you say I'm a Christian, so you're a Christian when you go to work. You act, you act accordingly. You're a Christian when right. you're in the public. You act accordingly. So it's a way of your life how you do. So is this. The Lord is in your yeah. heart. You know right from wrong. You can't wait till I get in a situation. Oh, I better learn it. Let me see what Carl said. Oh, I better study this. What right. about when you're not having an issue? Right. That's the time that you have more time to study and get this. When exactly. you're under the gun, you're about to get foreclosed or something's happening in your life. Oh, you're trying to just, I just want to answer. I think you just, yeah. but no, that's a lot of pressure to be on and just try to learn. It's the wrong it environment. Is. It's the wrong time. But it's not to say it can't be done. It can. So what I'm saying to you, when you're not under pressure, there's nothing going on. You don't have any court dates. You know, I don't have a problem with children because I have no children. But when they're talking about that, I'm listening. I get on the calls. I get on the um, Internet and listen to what they were saying, how Carl got his kids back, other ones gotten their kids, other ones trying to get their kids back. I pay attention to it. A bankruptcy. i never done that. I pay attention to that, you know, or a traffic ticket. I don't have those, but I pay attention to that. I have to. Why? I'm I'm keeping my memory over, keeping going. I want to know what's going on. So if I ever situation arrive or I can help someone else with what I've learned to her, I'm here. Right. So if you don't want to put your time in, you just, and you know, like Carl said, he's only one man. What if he, you know, God forbid, he's not here no more. Then who you right. gonna ask? Guess what you gonna do? You gonna go back and listen to call call. You gonna go back and start studying. You gonna go back and start listening or whoever else is here. So mm-hmm. one is the is best to know it, you know, because I I I'm gonna say well, before call I was uh, doing statutes and codes, and I was dealing with the Moors. I would go to their meeting and they were talking about some legal things, and I remember um, I'm like saying. <laughs> They, I was calling them. I had their phone number. They didn't answer the phone. Now I was getting mad and mad. Why they won't answer their phone? Then it hit me like a ton of bricks. I said, why I don't know this stuff? Why I have to wait somebody? And this is what pushed me. I do construction work. I used to have to wait on the electrician. I had to wait on the plumber. I'm like, but I can't get paid unless they come. And they keep saying, I'm coming tomorrow. They got busy. I'm coming No. I'm done with that. I learned how to do plumbing. I used to work for a hundred in a plumbing store. I learned how to do electricity. I would work with mass electricians. I did building. I passed building inspection. I passed plumbing. I learned it. I got sick and tired of waiting on people. So it's the same thing. Why do you keep waiting for something? Learn it. Right. 
And I'm here speaking what I know, try to help out because someone helped me when I didn't have money, when I didn't have it. So I'm here trying to give back. But I'm not going to tell you all the answers. I can tell you many, but I won't because you need to go look it up just like I did. There's no getting around that because once you study and see it for yourself and you got your aha moment, you don't need no one to tell you. You got it. And you right. understand very well. So I'm not doing your homework for you. But I mean, somebody have a situation, I'm going to help you a couple of times, do what I can, and I stop writing letters for people, I stop writing their paperwork, I don't even do that anymore. Because yeah. you need to know how to write yourself. You can't keep depending on someone else for what you right. should I've know already. I've helped people a lot, you know, and I do all kinds of things for them, and then they turn around and go the other way, the legal way. So, you know, it's like, forget it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll help them out, but they got to do their own studying and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't mind. Um, as long as I'm willing to do so, I'm here. You can ask questions and try to get this because, yeah, it's important. The more we know, the more, the more we can do together as a people, as right. English, it'd be wonderful. Because it basically, say I had a trial by jury and I got some of you guys on at the jury, <laughs> I'm going to win. But if I get some yeah. ordinary people who don't even know, they just believe in the legal side, they say, do every man or woman or do every person need a license to drive? All of them going to say yes. And they're going to see me in the wrong. But if I have people think the same way I do, like-minded, understand what I said, they understand that that's not true. And they can also bring the law before the court, too. That jury can. And the judge tell them they can't, but that's, that's not true. They can't. They can right. look at the law and tell it, too, and say what the law said and come up with their correct answer. So it's great. The more no, the better. That's lovely. That's right. Yep. I appreciate all the things you do for your radio program and whatnot, or your phone call. Well, God bless your heart. I mean, God made me who I am, and I just try to help. I, like I said, I don't have all the answers, but what I know, I thank God I know it well, thanks to many, and especially Carl, and many others here, Gus, Mike, and uh Yes, he went away. We know him as Larry. And even you guys, I mean, even though some of y'all might not just get it all right, but sometimes you bring something to the table that's helpful. And when I say in many ways, does it help me what not to do? And it can help me what to do. It depends what you're saying, talking about. So it's good. Feel good. So thank you as well. And you're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, what a show. <laughs> this time on the show, boy, we have a different type of, that's, shall we say, interesting. <laughs> yeah, at times. But it's good because um keep you on your toes and to keep you, um, like, in to see how far I have grown. You know, so that's that's good. So, wow. Well, it's nice chatting with you. Nice chatting with you, too. What was that? I said nice chatting with you, too. Thank you. Oh, yeah, anytime. 
And I, like I said, I might do a call anyways tomorrow just for people who didn't get a chance to talk or you have something on your mind. Um, you know Mike's show is on uh, Mondays. That's one three three eight zero two. And I believe Gus is having a call coming up soon. I'm trying to see what date was Yeah, that. I saw it on there. Okay. I saw it on TalkShoot. It shows, I think, I don't know what day it is, but it's coming up. Yes, yeah, in December. That I do know. So, hmm. you know, Gus is one three four zero eight four. That's Gus yeah. ID again one three four zero eight four. You might want to check it out. Go over there. You can go tonight or tomorrow, and it's counting down. So it should tell you when that show will air and start. So that's another great. So I'll be glad when Carl do another show as well. But when that time comes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that'll be lovely. And when Carl speaks, I'm just tell you about me. Even if you believe you're correct, what you're saying, um, sometimes I have done that. But if it didn't work out for you, obviously there's something wrong or something not not happening. Okay? And if we're called speaking, I just listen. Even if it's something I heard before and I understand and I know the particular thing. But sometimes he speaks and say it a different way. And say it a different Because many times, as I told you guys, he had been speaking about order. The word order. And he speaks about three different meanings of that one word. Like you can order pizza or some shoes. Two, you can tell your children, get your room in order. You're just simply telling them to organize it. Three, you take orders. Your duties, like you work at McDonald's, they tell you what you're going to be doing for the day, your duties. It's the same. And I never heard it like that before when you take the orders from someone. Because most people, if you were in the Army before, you might have known what that means. And that was the eye-opener for me. And I kept going over that in my mind. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it hit me like it's a, I got it. I got it so clearly and understand it. And many other things he brought forth to a lot of us that we heard. So it came from continuous listening. If your mouth is open and you're speaking, how could something come in? How could you hear? So, yeah, many times you hear me. I interrupt, yes, because when I hear certain words, certain things, just like Carl tell you, if you're at the court, the judge pick up certain words. You know what you're saying? Where you're coming from, where you're going, you're going to shut, you shut him down. Quick, he shut up. But when you speak a certain word, said, oh, yeah, I'm interrupting because it's like I'm screaming at you in my heart. Oh, don't do it that way. Do it this way. I wish you could see what I see. I wish you could understand, but. Unless God open your understanding, I can't. I can only tell you my testimony. In order even to get this, it does come from God. And if you got a lot of anger issues, yes, you're upset, you're mad, you're angry, what happened to you. But uh, you know what? A lot of times, someone said this. A lot of times things happen for a reason. Had not... I was in the situation I was in, trying to help somebody with immigration. I never probably would have tried to learn about the law. Because I said, I'm never getting in trouble. I'm all right. <laughs> I'm fine. Therefore, people, oh, so my lawyers, oh, I'm not a lawyer. Let's, let them study that. I'm not interested. 
But that's sad. I don't even know my own right. I don't know the Lord. And yet I do know it. But I didn't count it as, because it was so simple, I didn't count it as any worthy, worthless to even know. Because the word, it's written, like I said, one question to people, and it took them a while, but they got it. I said, the law is written, yet it's not written. And how could both be true? And so basically, it's written in your heart, not necessarily on a piece of paper. You know um, to love your neighbor. You know to do unto others you wish to do you. You know not to lie. You know not to steal. It's written here. And you have a right to face your accuser. You know. From a child, you know. So it's there. It's already, you already know this stuff. But you count it as nothing. And you count the legal, the process, as worth more. But not realizing that God put man and woman on earth. We have full dominion here. Two, man and woman may create the government, create this this government, okay? So how could they have jurisdiction over me or tell me what to do? And another thing I hear people say, I ask them uh, what jurisdiction they, they have over me or what jurisdiction. If God was here, he's everywhere on earth. Do I question God? Do he have jurisdiction over me? I would not ask God, do you have jurisdiction over me? Or what authority do you have to act in the matter you act in? Why would I ask God? I already know. And trust me, the bar associates on the legal side, they know a man or woman has jurisdiction over them. They already know. It's just as sure as your little kid, your child know you have jurisdiction over it. They know. So to ask that question or write that in your paperwork, I tell them this like this. You say, like, the little four-year-old kid go answer the door and say, oh, mommy is a, like maybe a bill collector, whomever, whoever it is, the pizza guy. Maybe she don't want to talk to them. So she tell the kid, tell him, tell him your mom is not home. So the little kid go back to the door and say, my mommy said to tell you she's not home. So basically saying on your paperwork, you have jurisdiction on What? What are you talking about? That shows you don't know. They see right through you. You don't have a clue what's going on here. Yeah, I'm a man, but yet you asked something about some jurisdiction or some other stuff. Yeah, this is sad. So, yeah, so I'm just saying, just calm, stay in the calm, pray, ask God to help you get this. In time, everybody, God's speed, he knows what speed and capability or how he has to get it over to you to understand. And you must be honest. A man or woman is honest at all times. In your paperwork, written form, at all times, must be precise. Dot your I's, connect your T's, so to speak, but correct. You, you ain't here allowed to make no mistakes. And if you did, you amend it, recognize it, talk about it, and, you know, fix it. But that's not what men and women do. You need to either know it or you don't. But a person, whatever else you call yourself, yeah, might make many mistakes. Just like the DA, district attorney, the judge, oh, yeah, acting as judge, they're going to make all kinds of mistakes. And, they, and they're supposed to be correct. 
If you can't sue the judge, nobody can ever sue a judge. If you can sue the man or woman acting as judge, that's the key. So anyway, I've been rambling. It's like on my heart. I have all this to say. Sometimes it flows. Sometimes it do not. So in this moment tonight, <laughs> which is lovely. So, yeah, but I hope a lot get some help. I hope a lot understand. And, well, bless you all. Um, so, Rick, you still here? Mike? Um, Money Mike? Yeah. Let's see. Southeast Texas. Mike, you still here? Yeah, I'm still here. Um, Money Mike. Mon- yeah, Monday Mike is here. I don't know if Money Mike is here. <laughs> and Rick, are you still here? Yes. Yes, I just saw where the. Oh. No, he he's not still here. He's still Rick. Is that your phone, uh, Rick? That's like Donaldson. Are you done, Donaldson? Are you done? No, I'm not I don't know when Donald Trump going to be done. No, okay, we got some feedback. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Aquila, whoever just called in is probably the one feeding back. That was Rick when he came on. And since I muted him, Rick, I just muted you. Let me make sure that that was you. Rick? Yeah, Rick, somehow you're echoing. I'm going to just mute you out. Rick, sometimes your phone is echoing. I don't know if it's on speakerphone or you have your computer on and it's back feeding. So one of them you might want to mute out your computer on the chat. I'm not sure, okay? And I'll unmute you. Let's see what's going on. That's better. Great. Uh-oh. Still? I'm on my cell phone. That's it. Well, what about the computer? I don't have a computer. Oh, yeah, you got a post line. So one of them you need to shut down because, hold on a second. I can't, hold on, hold on. Okay, Rick, I meet you. Oh, man. Aquila, it yeah. seems to be only when you're talking. I'm talking now and it's not me. I told you when I had Rick, it, that's when it happened. It's not me. No, I, I'm not saying you're the cause of the noise, but I just noticed that it's when you're talking is when the noise happens. Yeah, when I unmute Rick, it happens. So I'll do a test and you talk to Rick and let's see what happens. Mike? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, you're not near a computer? No. When I'm not talk- when I'm not talking, I hit the mute button, and then when the person Rick and you there, it takes me a while to go through these uh, to get back to my phone because I'm trying to keep up the chat. But well, you, uh, you're a lot quieter. You're a lot quieter than you were before. Maybe if you hang up and call back in, you'll have a better signal. Okay, I'll try that. All right. Yeah, because he was uh-huh. way louder. He was way louder before too, right? I think so. It was better, clearer, at least clearer. In Southeast Texas, yeah, I hope you ain't went to sleep, brother Tyrone. Cause we gonna talk about this turkey dinner that you were supposed to have, <laughs> brother He's Tyrone. Gotta make, 
he's got to make sure he's bright-eyed and bushy-tailed for tomorrow morning at church. <laughs> if he make it, <laughs> Tyrone have to make it to the church first. A lot of people weren't making it. And I wonder why. All right. That went well. I think we had a pretty overall good call this evening. Wasn't too bad. And I hope we learned some things. Yeah, I answered a lot of questions and I did a lot of yelling, so I guess that was pretty good. <laughs> well, if it wasn't yelling on any of the calls, then I don't know what to tell you. Because <laughs> calls, calls, which are, you know, yelling sometimes, not all the time, but yeah, all the calls. Really, to be honest, even Angela's a call. But it's interesting. So, we'll have oh, your brother Donaldson having a ride. Okay. But in time, he may. <laughs> what, what was that? Is Donaldson's on the call? I said he has not arrived. Yes, yet. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully he's not passed out in the park. <laughs> oh, no. Don't say that because people do all kinds of things. Rob you, hurt you. So, yeah. That would maybe, not be good. Maybe he's busy getting extra hot sauce on his white rice. No. <laughs> Not sure, so maybe he had other things to do as well. Sometimes the best thing about having Donaldson on the call is hearing him interact with the people in his community. <laughs> well, they told him probably he was too loud on the phone. He said, I can talk on the phone, start yelling. Oh, boy. That didn't yeah, go well. He's more entertaining when we can hear him interacting with other men and women, like when he's yelling, you ugly bitch. Or when he's saying, what do you mean? This is hot sauce. <laughs> or when he's oh, like doing drugs or when he's doing oh. drug deals in the park and, and oh, letting us listen in while he's, while he's telling the, uh, the guy at the bong shop about the drinking and the drugs in the park. <laughs> Yeah, but he said he's going to report us for doing the show, but he needs to report that, the transactions he was doing, and he'll do well. <laughs> but uh, it's okay, you know. People are going to be people and do what they do. Uh, I just choose a different way. Um, let me go. Who else is here? There are plenty of people here. Um, who's Eunice? Okay. Illinois, I know that's you, Lenny. Are you still here, Lenny? Yeah, I'm still here. 
Good call tonight, guys. You have any comments? Yeah, I just uh, I'd like to say I want to vote Tyrone Clutch court appointed attorney for this call and the next chum 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 calls. <laughs> now, my reason is Tyrone is always thorough. He dots his eyes always. And he always crosses his eyes, arms, and legs. Ooh. That's mighty interesting. You and he crosses his cheeks. Oh. He crosses his cheeks. Okay. Do a man cross his legs? I mean, really? <laughs> I guess Tyrone, so. Tyrone Clutch does. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, I'm just joking with you. Good call tonight. I, good good advice. Right. Okay, Money Mike. Did you say money? Did you say Money Mike or Monday Mike? Okay, how about no five thousand dollars, Mike? Yeah. How about M&M? Oh, that covers both of them. Yeah. Monday, Mike. Monday, Mike. My name is Monday, Mike. What? My name is what? My name is what? Nanya. Well, the real friend, Shady, please stand up. Please stand up. Please stand up. Do I, do I believe I'm here right they have the other son. Say my name. Say my name. <laughs> he said, why are you acting shady? Say my name. When other people come around you, you won't say my name. You say I'm just a friend. When other people come around. I don't remember all the words to that song. <coughs> Excuse me. I mean it's somebody. somebody. Who did that? What? Okay, who did that? I. I, I, I. I. Who's on first? Money Mike is uh, Mike to the second power. And Mike Miller is Mike to the third power. He's money. He's Monday Mike Miller. <laughs> no, he's the he's the Mike in the middle. You can call him three M and two M. Money day. There you go. Money day. And money Mike day, in Mike. The Miller. Day money, Mike. There you go. If you get Jeremy back on the call, it'll be Madman. Then you got oh, two M's Lord. again. He he definitely came back, so he might come the third time. Who knows? And Law Fan, Law Fan stepped in, but was mostly, I believe, on the chat. <laughs> what happened to Rick? He didn't call back in yet. Um. Nope. But he's still on the um. Internet, so he might have to get off there. He said he'll 
I don't think you know how to use the phone well. I don't know how to use my phone well. I ain't got no new phone, so. I said, somebody can show me later. I'm not interested. I can make a phone call. That I can do. All right, who did that? Nobody. Hey, Mike. Mike Which Miller. Which one? Yeah. Mike no, all kidding aside, um, I thought that was pretty cool uh, the other night on uh, Money Mike's call when, you know, you were helping uh, uh, Rick and... Uh, you kind of done that uh, role playing scenario, which was which was pretty good. It's it's, it's helpful, I think. It well, might I, be a good idea to incorporate that into a call every now and then, you know, just to test everybody's metal. Yeah, it it kind of sounds like a ridiculous conversation, and it must have been super frustrating for Rick. But that's actually going to happen in court. They're not going to listen to you no matter what you say. If they think that you, if they get the slightest hint that you don't know what you're doing and you're bluffing, they're going to stomp all over you. They're like, they're like sharks. They can smell fear. When you're weak in the courtroom, they'll, they'll hammer your weaknesses. If they see you uh, getting a little agitated, a little hot under the collar, they're definitely going to push your buttons they're going to say some mean shit just to get you to explode. And then you go to jail for contempt at least for a couple hours to cool off or maybe a couple of days, possibly a couple of weeks. And when you come back in that courtroom, you're going to have a different attitude. And if you, don't, if, if you know exactly who you are and you have full faith in what you're doing and you're not just being ridiculous then they're going to have a hard time. They're going to be very careful what they do. And they're going to look for some way where they get you out of the courtroom without just saying, oh, you're right, okay, yeah, you win. Just we'll drop the charges, you can go home. They're going to be trying to stick a plea deal on you. Okay, yeah, well, we were asking for 10 years in in federal prison, but how about you just do two months in the county and uh, pay a $500 fine? And then you plead guilty and you're gone quietly. But they're going to, if you know what you're doing, they're going to try every way to get you to be quiet without causing a big scene and, and becoming liable for, for, for getting themselves sued. But they're going to kick you around. They're going to beat you like a pinata in that courtroom. If you start getting angry, if you start getting sad, if you start getting confused, if you start getting frustrated it's going to be like an avalanche and you're just going to get buried immediately. They're, they're good and they're fast. So even though, oh, yeah. I was, even though it kind of sounded like I was being childish and, and Rick was probably getting really pissed off, he's going to have to get used to it because it, he's going to be really frustrated. If he doesn't know what he's doing, they're going to just beat him around like that. Yeah, I know, but uh, like I said, uh, that role-playing, like when you play the, either the prosecutor or the judge or both characters against, uh, put them in a, put like Rick in a defendant position, you know, it kind of puts you in mind of a court setting too, you know, and you're you're going, you're going kicking it around back and forth, you know, and it's good for everybody else listening too, you know, really. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really matter if you're listening live or if you're listening to the recording. Anybody can put themselves in the defendant's position. While me and Rick were having that conversation, 
anybody could have pretended that they were Rick and they can think in their own head, holy shit, if the judge or prosecutor said that to me, how would I get around that? And then they would that would make them think, holy shit, if, if somebody actually tested me in a courtroom, I would probably do bad because I don't really know how to get around this. So people can actually realize that it's not a joke when you get in that courtroom. That's why you want to settle it on paper in private because you do not want to be under the gun. It's a big sweat box. You've got the gun pointed at you and you're stuck there. A big room, everybody against you, they're talking over your head really fast. It gets pretty nerve-wracking. You know, another thing I sense, too, is, um, and like I picked it up again with Rick, you know, he's, he's talking about, um, like, the agencies. You know, we, we always look at them like they're the bully. They're in the bully position. And and that's the first reaction. You know, you can. it's a common reaction with everybody. But when you stop and think about it, these agencies are just doing what they're supposed to do until you prove yourself to be a man or a woman and handle your, yourself in the proper manner you should, you know, and you're letting them know, you know. Well, see, another way of looking at things is if you are polite, respectful, honorable, you're calm and quiet, and you're being extremely common sense and logical, it's a win-win situation for everybody because you're probably going to get what you're what you require them to do. You're probably going to get them to do it. And in the process of getting your own way, you're going to give the other side, whoever it is, a man or woman who's the clerk of the court or whatever, um, taking like filing paperwork she's going to get a good lesson because you're going to make very valid points and she's going to rack her brain looking for a proper answer and she can't come up with one. And she's going to start questioning things. Days later, she hasn't talked to you in in days. And she's going to think back to that 10-minute conversation. And she's going to think, when that guy said this, it made total sense but somehow that goes against our policy here in the office. And when he said this, that was a very good point. And I can't think of one way that that guy was wrong when he said that. And when he said this, wow, that blew my mind. I never thought of it that way before ever. And she's going to start thinking about the way she's carrying out her daily duties at her job. And she might be... She might she might actually think a little bit when she's dealing with other people. She may still do her job according to the proper process and procedures that the legal society set forth for her to follow, but she's going to probably be a little more willing to help people and a little more lenient when she realizes that these are good people and they have very valid points and they're actually being ignored and abused by the legal society. And she might actually start giving people breaks here and there, maybe giving people tips or hints without actually spilling the beans. And she might also start talking to her friends that she's co-workers with 
and start asking them questions. Yeah, I talked to this guy, Mike, one day, a few days ago, and he brought up a whole bunch of points that I never thought of before. What do you think about this? And when he said this, do you think he meant this? And then now the bug's going to be here in her coworkers' ears. And just little tiny changes like that have a little bit of a ripple effect. And things could slowly start changing little bit by little bit, small county after small county, normal man and woman and normal man and woman, and people just generally being more civilized to each other as opposed to going in there, shooting off your mouth, having security throw you out of the courthouse, never get a thing filed in your court case ever again as long as you live in that courthouse. All kinds of bad shit happens that way. So I don't know, no matter how you look at it, it always makes more sense to be calm and polite and know your shit. Like straight out of the Bible, be wise like the serpent and gentle like the dove. You can know a lot of shit and you can be right, but just be polite about it. Use your head and get her done. Pretty simple. Pretty logical. Be polite. Yeah, that's that's right. That's good stuff. It kind of reminds me of uh, like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger when he was into the bodybuilding and stuff like that and competing. Then he talked about his career, you know, at that level. You know, he's 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 like at the top, and he's like he he says, hey, it's like having a Ferrari, you know, just because you got a car that, you know, that could that can do two hundred miles an hour. You you're not you're not flying around at 200 miles an hour. You just use it when you need it, you know. And it applies to a lot of things in life, you know. Just if you have the knowledge, you know, you can quietly use it as you need it. Without, without, you know, uh, speeding over everybody, so to speak. Well, yeah, if um, if you're like, I don't know, maybe you're just going for a Sunday drive in your Ferrari and you're going down a country road, and it's flat and straight for miles, warm, bright, sunny day, yeah, step on it and put some juice go. Like, there's a time where you can where you can let that car go. But, yeah, in the city, kids in the neighborhood, it's just responsibility. It's, it's being honorable, doing the right thing. Yeah, it's all good, Mike. I say we have real court. I might set it up next week. So everybody be ready if you have a case or some situation. We're going to hopefully we can do some role playing. Um, I'm a, I'll say Mike, you probably should be the judge, and I'll get face one to be the district attorney. And. And uh, Tyrone be the court-appointed attorney. He'll be the bailiff. Ah, hell no. Not in this courtroom. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so take him away. Pull him away. You out. So then we do each case. that You actually have a case, and we're going to try to do it. Play some role play. Maybe that would be a good thing. Yeah, that would be. 
Yeah, just think of a scenario and then, uh, you know, just, you know, role play. No, somebody who actually have a problem um, and we can do a role play, whether it's a ticket, whether it's, we'll do it with a ticket, maybe a mortgage, then we'll go into a crypto case, just do them all. So in the first hour, we can cover a ticket. And second, we can do debt, whether it's credit cards, student loan, mortgage, it'll just be about a debt. And then I think we'll do a criminal charge. I think we can cover all of that. Yeah, you can do like one scenario, uh, a call, you know, and see how it goes. Yeah, at first. But then one day I want to hit him more. And I'm probably going to try to get some other people involved. And see how with their ability. I'm talking about maybe I could ask Carl, Gus, see what happens. And, and we got to get other people. Show. We got to get other people involved because if I have to play judge, prosecutor, and everything else, I'm going to have to learn to uh, do impressions or throw my voice or something. No, no, no. I was going to have face one. I think he could be a good attorney because he all got a lot. Um, I'm telling him you said that. <laughs> yeah, You'd make that's a fine. good attorney. Aquila said so. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying if you know the role, a Donaldson, but I don't know if Donaldson know how to be an attorney, but he's probably know a lot of codes, but that's not necessary how to fit those codes where they go and statutes to help your case. If you don't know that, then you're at a loss. You know, because it's possible to do both, but this way common law is simpler, it's right to the point, straightforward, let's get it done. Um, but I haven't studied the um, bars and codes, so I don't even know it all, the truth be told. So I don't even, that's not where my sprint lies, nor do it need to. So why even go that route? Hey, you don't so, have to come up with any codes or anything. I mean, what Mike come up with off the top of his head the other night was just perfect, you know? No, no, I'm saying if someone acts as attorney, if you're attorney, you're going to come with statutes and codes. Now, at some point, if you don't have a ticket, or you're going to use a lawyer, you're going to have that choice, just like they give you that, or you can simply do common law. And let's see both scenarios, how they work. So Somebody you have to, have to be the judge so- to do both. Somebody will have to be somebody will have to be the cop too, because that will be relevant in some cases. Yeah, who bringing forth the ticket? And let him say what happened, what he saw, observed on this day, a green car coming at four o'clock southbound, and they went over the speed limit, whatever. So yeah, we'll get some cases going, and maybe we should get people to donate to. Hopefully, Paul will come, take his time. If he could be the the judge, that'd be good. We have I wouldn't maybe I wouldn't expect Carl to want to come on your call and do a mock court with a bunch of boneheads like us. <laughs> he might, you never know. That might be a good show. And what we could do is in order um to get the recording of that, I will upload it and then block it. The reason I would do that because I would want people to donate for all these people time that came over here to help you get some 
Not at first I won't, but after a while when we do some real role playing with a real case, get some people on here who got a case going. Yeah, I think you'll learn a lot and you can donate to somebody who's helping you, especially if you're going to get somebody you have time. It's like, for example, if Mike going to be your lawyer or he's going to do the common law side, you better get to get that person an email or change some things because they know what's going on in your case. So when you actually do it, come on the show and act out that it's going to be almost as it's real life, no joke. So whoever's helping you, you might want to um, talk to them and get your case, write it all out, and then you get some familiarity. Because I did that when I took the uh, DMV test. Because the first time I took it, I failed. The second time, I got a 90-something because it was a written form. Now they do computers. I got I got like one or two wrong because the first day I was just too – I studied, but I wasn't ready. But I did it anyway. So now they have online, you can take practice tests of the questions, the signs. And I did that a couple of times and I passed real quick. Okay. So anyway, what do you think about that, guys? I think um, it's possible it was a lucky fluke that that conversation with Rick, that mock court kind of thing, um, it sort of worked. But my experience is that mock court situations usually end in disaster real quick because nobody really organizes properly, meaning there has to be somebody that's a judge and knows what they're doing and somebody has to be a prosecutor and they have to know what they're doing. The defendant doesn't really matter so much, but people also have to be aware of the basic details of the case because if you're making a hypothetical scenario up as you go and nobody really knows what they're doing, it gets super confusing and then people start jumping in, and it gets extra confusing real fast. So you kind of got to organize a mock court situation, or it usually goes bad. That's why I say keep it simple, real simple. Like like, like I said, what you did the other night. Right <clears throat> off the top of your head, that was good. You just threw a scenario out there, you know, like, and, you know, it wasn't that complicated, and, and you just traded back and forth, you know? Yeah. But it's kind of hard when the cop, the prosecutor, and the judge all have the same voice. It's usually better when you have more people to have, like, different voices, and everybody kind of knows. Well, at least the judge and the prosecutor have to be pretty well-versed in the common law or it's really not going to work very well. It's going to kind of end up in the judge and the defendant going, I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> it just gets really stupid. Yeah, I see your point. But what makes it extra confusing is when everybody on the call that's listening starts jumping in and giving advice and asking questions, and then it's just, everybody talking over everybody and we all know how that works. 
So everybody would have to be muted except the participants. Yeah, that was just an idea. That's all. Yeah, it is. It is a good idea, and it's helpful. I'm just saying it, it's much better if it's organized at least a little bit. Yeah, leave that open for the for the future. What about so that, now? <laughs> No, I'm just messing with you. Go ahead. The future? Now is now. The future is not now. <laughs> A couple of minutes ago it was. <laughs> How about now? Now. No, no, now. <laughs> now. Now. Oh, I might be playing that game. <laughs> Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? <laughs> oh, yeah. That, I, I didn't even see that whole movie. I saw some of it. And they kept saying, Are we there yet? If we was there, I would have told you. <laughs> or why? 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 <laughs> yeah, keep asking why. Because I said why. so. Why? <laughs> there you go. Because that's why. Because. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I think we could do some role playing. Um, bounce that off, see how that one, how that works. Um. Oh, Tyrone has left the building. Wow. Okay, Rick, you're back. If and that is your real name. <laughs> Why, even if it's not my real name, what does that matter? It's, yeah, that's why I was telling her, what's her name? Nanya, you know, I don't do Skype. Because people say, Quilla, put a picture of you up. Or do this. And I'm like, isn't my words not enough? I mean, really? Why you need to see me? A picture of you? What does that mean? Like a, a field full of sheep? I'll give him that. That's why I just put a picture of what the work I do. I won the bathrooms that I actually did. I just put pictures up of that. Yeah, I don't put a picture of me. No way. Or an image of me. No way. When That's she said a picture of you, when she said a picture of you, are you certain she wasn't talking about an Asian gentleman? <laughs> Mr. Oh, you? They never know. They never know. Yeah. Oh, that guy's name was Yo. He did a commercial. The Asian fella, he was really tall. He's a basketball player. And he His name was commercial. Yo? And they, yeah. And so <laughs> what happened, they wrote on the thing, no checks, that you had to come with cash. And they was like, Yo, like, check out the sign, Yo. <laughs> His name was Yo. <laughs> That'd be awesome if your name was Yo. Yeah, his name was Yo. Why Yo? Hey, what's your name, yo? Yep. What? <laughs> yeah. A lot of yo, Asian people. Yo, what's your name? name? Correct. Yeah. Well, it wasn't it the same kind of scenario with uh, Bali when uh, Carl was over in England? Their last name was Man. Bali yeah, Man. Yeah. 
That was funny. Yeah, but this Asian lady, her sister's name was number nine or nine. I said, if her name is nine, then I'm going to be number ten. Hello? <laughs> you know, I think but the, really, that's her name, so. I What I think's funny about Bally Man is, hey, Mr. Bally Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. It'd be a nice jingle. And hey, Mr. Bally Man, Bally Banana. Hey, like, come <laughs> and want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's uh, hey, um, you remember the guy from England, uh, Maurice? They call him Mo. Yep. Yeah, he was oh, pretty good. Cool. Oh, that was. Oh, Maurice was his. Oh, I, I didn't know why they call him Mo. Okay. Yeah, that that be dads. He, that guy's awesome. Yeah, he is really good. He's a super nice guy. He's really sharp, and he apparently kicks ass over there in court. Oh, it'd be nice if he come on the show too. A couple of these people. Yeah, you remember Mokola? He was on uh, Gus's call once. Yeah, Mo, he, but I didn't know his name was Maurice. I just know y'all call him Mo. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not sure. I I heard his name was Maurice, but for some reason I think it was Morris. But I could be wrong. Maybe he was asking for more ice. When they said more ah! ice, more ice. <laughs> Mr. 5000, are you here? Yeah, I'm here. If that is your real name. If it's not my real name. Well, that is my real name, Aquila. But in Latin, it's Aquila. Pronunciation, but same name. What is it in Italian? Aquila. It is Italian name. It's a whole city in Italy named La Aquila. So go check it out. Yeah, and Aquila's sister was Priscilla. No, Aquila was the husband of Priscilla. Romans 16, chapter. Uh, I thought I thought Aquila and Priscilla were sisters. Nope. <laughs> so it shows that sometimes I should shut my mouth. <laughs> no, no, no. I just know because I read it. Aquila was the husband of Priscilla, and they were tent makers. They came from Italy, and they laid their necks down for Christ Jesus, though. So. You can read the story, and you can find them at X. I forgot what X twenty-eight. I think I'm not. Don't quote me on the chapter, but yeah. What like about the other sister, Aquila, like Priscilla, and Girl It was Phoebe. It was Phoebe first, and then Aquila and Priscilla. And that was my sister's name, Phoebe and Priscilla. Well, Phoebe was one year older than me. And she died. She had asthma a lot. And Priscilla, she was one year younger than me, and she got shot. So, a lot of tragedy, but thank God I'm still here. So, I'm only just me and my other sister left. And now it's five brothers. I just told you guys I lost a brother a couple of weeks back. Um, so, it's the six, now it's five. So, anyways, I'm here. 
I'm good. So thank God for that. So, wow. That's why I don't take every day for granted, because you never know. Um, oh, Rick, are you still here? Or I see him on the chat board, but I'm not sure. Rick, are you still here or are you still Rick? <laughs> and I thought that was really funny when Kay Rodney asked, which I was saying, he said, you saying you rich, but you ain't got, because <laughs> his name is probably Richard. They call him rich. He ain't all that rich. <laughs> but, um. All right, all. Yeah, we'll turn in. Good night. Good night. Take care of yourself. I may do a show tomorrow. You just got to check. I may not. I don't know. In Gus's case, I can't remember who it was. It might have been somebody who worked at City Hall or it could have been someone that worked at the prosecutor's office, but the guy's name was Richard Head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just call me Dick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Imagine a woman's last name, Head. Ooh, no. My my ex went to high school with an Asian girl named Anita Ho. It's H O though, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I need a hoe, yeah, don't we all? <laughs> See, wow, it's the names. So be careful what you name your children. <laughs> like Shasid. <laughs> Or semen. S <laughs> E A, man, M A N. But then they can take it for something else. So, no, don't even know nothing. But this last guy, his this guy, white guy we know, his last name is Trout. T R O U T. So we call him Fish. <laughs> That's the nickname we call him, Fish. <laughs> So who's on the call? Rick, Money Mike, and you, you know, Junas. Who is Junas? You know him? Did you say? Did you say fake Money Mike? No, not yet. Um, <laughs> is J U N E Z? You know him, Mike, or you saw him on the chat? Um, I don't remember who it is. The name's familiar. Uh, from like way back in the day. Yeah, and I see him on the um. Common law chat, make some other ones. But that's okay. Yeah, because some people sent me none. Yes, she sent me a Skype, but I didn't know who that was. I'll be like, answer it. Oh, no. So now that I know who that is, um, I can. I saw that.
He said, my name is Private None yet, so I just typed him I'm doing a show on that day. Um, who is Yoga? It's like these. Oh, I see. Hmm. Interesting, though. Okay, guys, it's already one, so I'm going to call the night. The show going to shut down soon enough, though. So you doing a call, you believe, Monday, Mike? Uh, Probably, yeah. Okay. Rick is back. Rick, are you here? Yeah, I was going to say thank oh. you. All right. I see that the letter failed to come because I just saw it on my... Because perhaps I'm using my pad, so sometimes when I'm doing a couple of things, it don't go through. So I'll resend it again when I'm off the chat board and all that. I I checked I checked it while ago and nothing yet. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. It didn't go through. It let me it let me know. So I'll have to send it again. But sometimes when I'm using my phone, I can't use the internet too. So that happens. So get you so you get it pretty much what you're going to be doing, Rick. A little, yeah, yeah. I'm... Well, you're going to get the letter, so that'll help tremendously. That way, you know all the words are spelled correctly. But I put the wrong address. I might have didn't spell your name completely correct. Or the man you sent it to, Michael Clutch or Clutch, whatever his name is. So that you would have to correct his name as well as the address. I just put it in the address. And then the address of the property where that home was, I put it in the address. And so I put home and then I put an address. So that means with a home, you're going to have to put the correct address. And you know it. I'm sure you do if you was living there that long. Okay? Yeah, it's on uh, Charles's, uh, when he opened that Supreme Court case or whatever for me. Well, I'll, I don't have Charles' information. I'm just, just, I get it about Charles, but I'm saying the letter I wrote you, I'm just letting you know, that some things, the only things that are wrong is probably your name and your address, which you can correct because you know your full name and you want a general mail. If that's where you put it, that's fine. And I'll send a, a text to you. But if you can use a friend's address, that might be better. You think the people let you use the address where you at? Were they what? 
let you use their address on your paperwork where you're at, and then you can just simply pick your mail up from their house so you can get another location. You uh, can ask. No, I oh. they said no. That was part of the agreement of with me staying here that no mail comes to here. All right. My, so that's why I said general delivery. Care of okay. care of general delivery. Okay. You know how I to guess, spell that? I, yeah, and I guess after the ninth, though, a ten, or I'm sorry, the tenth, when I set up the the cancel the mail, well, they said you only get to have one month, and then you either have to get a post office box. This is at the post office. The lady. Well, you just there. tell them you. I did it before. You tell them you need another month or so, and okay. you should. Well, hopefully, you need some more time. Well, how much time? Maybe another month or so. I say, just give me to that. Let's see what happens. I should right. hopefully I have a place by then. Well, and that's, that's what she tells us. Well, she said, I asked her, okay, after this month, then what? She said, you'll have to have a start on getting a PO box right now. Or, uh, no, I have to get a post office box, which I, that's what I wanted to do, but I had to have an ID and a social security number and mm-hmm. all that was in the house, my property, birth certificate, all that. I have no IDs, no nothing. So she says, Oh, well, you're gonna to have to go write the Secretary of State and get you uh, your driver's license and ID and social security card. She said, But you probably have to do a birth certificate, so I gotta do all that. But hopefully I'll get my property back and I'll have all my birth certificate. I was like, all, all that. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. If you can go through the DMV, they certainly have a picture of you. And just tell them your, uh, your wallet and all the stuff. You got foreclosed on all that was in the house. And how could you get another? I tell them you just give your identification card and pay for that. So you guys have my picture on it. You see it. You know, just ask. It wouldn't hurt to ask. Right. All you need from the DMV, all you need from the DMV is they can pull up your file on their computer and they will have a very clear picture of your driver's license. And they can just print it on a piece of paper. It doesn't matter if it's in color or not. All you need is a photocopy and somebody at the DMV will probably sign it or write something on it. It'll be on DMV paper or whatever, but it'll look official and you'll have ID. Okay, cool. Do I write them of this letter? Ask them to record no, it? I will actually go there. I will actually go. Yeah, yeah they need to you see can... your face. I yeah, like they... They probably aren't going to give you a hard time at all. You just go in. I would just because you're in a bit of a hurry to start get the ball rolling. I would probably just go right in there and ask them and see what they say. And I don't know what the deal is with the social security number, but if you don't have the card, as long as you know the number, they can tell you the number. You can tell them the number, and they type that number into their computer, and your your file is going to come up. Okay. So you don't actually need a card if you know the number. You just give them the number. I believe what she was referring to, the Social Security card, is that since I don't have no photo ID or anything,
but that's what I'm saying though is you don't need the card, you only need the number. Correct. I'm with you. If you if you know the number, you tell her the number. You can write the number on a piece of paper and say, here's the number and hand it right to her or whatever. But if right. as soon as she has the number, she types it in the computer, all the information she could ever need is going to be on there. Sure. Do I you do know that. your license number as well? No. Right. Yeah, that doesn't really matter. He goes in there and tells them the name. They'll put his name in the computer. They... That somebody might ask you a few questions like what's your address, what's your phone number, what's your date of birth to verify that you're who you're saying you are. But if you give them the number, they pull up the number, they'll know who you are. Your file yeah. will come up and they and then they might ask you, okay, what what is your address? And they might say, well, that's not the address we have on file. Did you move? And then you tell them the address that you used to live at and they'll go, ah, yeah, that's the right one. What's your phone number? And you tell them the phone number that they have on file. Oh, yes, that's what we have on our computer, right. Uh, what's your date of birth? Okay, your date of birth matches what we have on our file. You must be the guy, and they'll be fine with it. I have a the piece DMV, of bank. I the, have a piece the, of mail that is my bank statement for the month that I received yesterday when I went to go to general delivery, so that will, that will help. Did you open it? Nope. Okay, don't open it because I don't, I'm not, it may not, it may or may not matter, but some places require an unopened piece of mail because, the, and, and I figured out the reason for that is because I can open a letter, read it, and throw it in the garbage, and anybody can walk by and steal that letter out of the garbage. So they don't want an open one because you could have pulled it out of the garbage. So they want un unopened mail because not many people are stealing mail. Mm. Another thing, Rick, do you have like a credit or debit card with your picture on it or your name? And for uh, my name. Picture or your name? And your my name. name. My name, no picture. All right, do the people at the bank know you? Without you checking ID or anything. At the bank, uh, yes. They knew. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. Well, think you got a bank it. statement too. Yeah, I was trying to see if they had it. It's just his name on the card. You can let them know your card was lost, whatever, and they order you a new one. And they're not going to ask you for ID if they already know you, and then they can get you a new bank card. You can right. say that. So that you can get that ball rolling, go to the DMV, try to get that rolling. So you have something with your name on it. My checks, uh, my checkbook, and all my checks were in there also. So yeah, but well, we know that you don't have that now. So we're just trying to get some ID. So I think at the bank you can walk in if they already know. Just tell them, you know, what happened. Look, I don't want nobody to use my card, so let's cancel that card and let me get another one. And that way. You got a new card coming, and you tell them where to send it to. Um, it's in the mail. Um, yeah. And then the next thing, of course, go to the DMV, um, and they shouldn't. If you know your Social Security number, that's good. And you got the bank statement, that's good. Um, so I think the most. Have something. I think the most important thing is 
would be getting your driver's license because that is that is the widest accepted form of ID. And luckily for you, that's probably the easiest. You just go in there, you give them your name, your file will come up. Same thing is um, like they might ask you a few questions. When's your birthday? What's your phone number? What's your address? Blah, blah, blah. But also you're standing right in front of them and they have a picture on their computer screen right in front of them. And it's a no brainer. They, they know who you are and they will probably give you a driver's license replacement pretty quick. So that's pretty easy to handle, which is good, obviously. Okay, that sounds good. And yeah, another thing, sorry, another because of the uh, they put that chip in there where it, it tracks you, a tracking chip. Uh, who cares about the tracking chip? You know what? Nobody gives a shit about you. You're just some guy with a bank card. They're not stalking you or trade. Don't worry about that. It's just useless to waste your life worrying about shit like that. But uh, cop, driver's license, not the bank card. The driver's license. Oh, whatever. Hey, who cares? <laughs> it's a driver's license. What, what are you? You smuggling it's just human ID beings? to me. Yeah, it's yeah just you're not. You're, you're not smuggling human beings across the border. I hope. I re- I'm pretty sure they're not interested in tra- tracking you through your chip on your driver's license. I wouldn't worry about that. Um, another thought, though, I don't think you'll have any problems getting a replacement of your driver's license. But say you did, another option would be to go to the bank where they recognize you and they will probably have a notary that works for the bank. And you could get uh, something, I don't know what you would call it in the legal world, but it'd probably be something like affidavit of identification where you swear my name is Rick, blah, 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 uh, certain age or whatever, whatever kind of information you want to identify yourself. And you can get the notary at the bank to sign off and stamp it, certify that you are the man that signed that document right in front of her and you know and she knows who you are because she works at the bank and she knows you from the bank and everybody is going to say, okay, this is a lady that works at the bank. Banks have tight security. These people don't play. If he's got a notary that works for the bank saying this is who he says he is, that's who he says he is. And your affidavit could have a picture of you as an exhibit. This is all my information and see the picture attached. And that would be legal ID. Whether anybody likes it or not, they have to accept an affidavit of identification signed by a notary with a photo on it. Another thing is if you've ever had a passport, you could probably get a passport replacement too. I'm not sure how that would work, but that would also be a potential option if you needed to. So you have a passport? No. Never? Never. Okay. So scratch scratch that one. (laughs) 
right, well, those are a couple of things you could try. I'll just try to get the ID and say, okay, look, I got my bank statement. What else you need? What can I get? Because I told you I have no birth certificate, all that, because it was left in the house, and I had to get out, you know, and I'm fighting my case at the court. You, I'm just saying I'm just fighting. I'm, I'm working, getting my case done, but my case is still going on. Until I can get back in, meantime, I need some ID. See what they say. And walk in there and talk to them. And if you have the from the bank, if they do have a picture of you now. Another way of looking at it, too, is, um, well, before I say this, I would definitely, again, I would definitely go and get the driver's license as fast as possible, but even though an unopened piece of mail is not really ID and maybe your library card that doesn't have a photo or an address isn't really ID and maybe you have a coffee club membership card to the coffee shop or whatever, it's not real ID but has your name. You show up with a shitload of pieces of paper, some have your name, some have your name and address. Some have your phone number, address. All these little bits of information are kind of like ID because you have all the guy's stuff. You must be the guy. So it kind of looks better if you have extra stuff. Just realize that it's not really ID and they don't have to accept it or even look at it. But it looks good if you can provide a whole bunch of things with your name. Except if you're a member at the gun club, probably don't show everybody that you have guns. <laughs> <laughs> and that definitely would be a picture ID, I think. You have any papers on you, Rick, at all? Just, just the mail that I have with the... Uh... I think so far. Hey, you know what else is um, taken as credibility for identification purposes? Legal documents. If you have court paperwork with your name on it, that's very close to ID. Very, very close to legal ID. All of it was in the house. Well, you can go to the courthouse and get a copy of any court document in your file. Oh, he needs a court case number. If you don't have that, tell them your name. Give them some kind of information. They'll probably be able to find it. Oh, he needs a court document. They'll probably charge you a dollar a page to photocopy it, so pick a short document. I do have my my, uh, press reporter photographer on my card with my signature. Is it a picture? Yes. I'm going to take that with you. That's wonderful. Yeah. So when you go to DMV, have all of that. Yeah. So you can show that, show um, that you got a letter from the bank, and they already got your picture at the DMV. Yeah, so 
it won't help you in it won't help you right away but getting a replacement of your birth certificate usually takes quite a while so you might want to get an application for a birth certificate and start getting on that because when you have your birth certificate then you can get any kind of ID based on that but the birth certificate is what they make all the other ID from so they take that as the the base of the identification so getting replacement other kinds of identification is a lot easier if you have the birth certificate already you can just send them a copy of the birth certificate and they'll know exactly who you are and that would be i guess vital statistics or whatever down there i'm not sure what they call it is that the court at the uh the courthouse of where i was born of the hospital yeah, there you go then. But that process it's will all, take you a while. That that process will take a while though, but that's yeah, one I would I would start that ball rolling soon too. Yeah, I'm do that Monday because uh it's fifteen dollars for a certified copy of it. But to replace the birth certificate you have to get an application, you have to have information about your mom, information about your dad, all kinds of crazy shit they ask you and you gotta send it away and you gotta wait for it to come back, so it'll take a while. I don't know, it might be different now. You might be able to do a lot of it right at the office, I don't know. But you'll at least have to check anyway. They said just send a fifteen check and check the monitor fifteen dollars and write them the name mail and they'll send it back to you. Yeah, but if I remember correctly, you have to, well, you're definitely going to have to fill out an application and give them a whole bunch of information, but I'm not sure. I think the birth certificate will take four to six weeks to come back. We only allow one month general delivery, and I have to have a post office box after that. Well, I told you, ask her for extended time. Tell her you need another month. Then you'll be in a better position to uh, perhaps get, you know, do that. So, so these are some things you could take care of. Probably go to the post office, deal with that. That can <laughs> go to the um, DMV, deal with that. And then you can go to the bank and deal with them about as far as getting you a new card. Um, and then, you know, have just face yourself and say, okay, I'm going to just go to the uh, DMV and the post office today. Those are the two you're going to accomplish. And then the next day, you have to got the DMV rolling, then you can go to the bank and get the bank card. So you got that now. And... Yeah, so forth and so on. If um if you don't have much of a choice, a post office box is probably only twenty bucks a month. And that would actually be good because if you don't know where you're gonna be living, it's good to have at least a stable, secure address for mailing. Because you're gonna need to get mail. No matter how you look at it, you're going to have to have mail delivered to you. Right. 46 it's, bucks a year. It's how much? 46 bucks a year. 
I would borrow 46 bucks tomorrow. I have that. I didn't buy that van today. So. If it's that, is it is it from the post office or is it UPS or something? At the post office box, right at the at the post office. Yeah, that's good. One reason that's good is because if you have a post office box, then if somebody sends you certified mail, the post office will probably sign for it and put it in your mailbox for you. Cool. Whereas if you have a post office box at like UPS or something, they will not sign for it, which is a pain in the ass. Because then they got to go and track it down and find it, answer it, and all that crap. It's easier if they just sign for it and put it in your mailbox. Yeah. Or they'll put a pink slip in there, or, you know, a slip for me to come to the desk and sign. Yeah, for it. yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, that's probably how they'll do it. But the point is, they'll sign for it, so it will actually be delivered to the post office. And then, yeah, you just take your card up and say, yeah, I got, I got certified mail. So therefore, I have a witness that. Because if, if say, you were at UPS and they sent certified mail to UPS, the UPS worker would say, no, I'm not authorized to sign for that. And then it would get sent back to probably some mail sorting center. It wouldn't just stay at the post office. They wouldn't be able to deliver it. So they would take it back with them and drop it off at the mail sorting facility. And then it's going to be a pain in the ass to track it down. Right. Sounds good. Brother Donaldson has arrived. How are you? Stop Donaldson. If and that is your real name. You got somebody here, let's say, for me, three gems. What's that supposed to mean? Wow. It's what? It's F-O-R-M-Y, the number three, then J-A-M-S. For me, three jams. <laughs> I mean, people's logo name. Oh well, they got a lot of funny names out here. If that's your real name, it sounds like a fake name. And it says Donaldson on the call, but it's spelled with two N's. So who knows who that is? I think Donaldson's a fake name too. Oh, yeah? 
And I think 28 is a fake name. <laughs> it's just a number to me. And, and I, I think I, I think fake money Mike is a fake name. Five thousand. <laughs> wow. Jonathan has Not fake. It's artificial. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. As long as it's or not some people. Or the legal name is Faux, I think, F-A-U-X, Faux. Faux Money Mike? Oh, Faux. Faux Mike. Hey, Faux, what you doing, Faux? What you doing, Faux? Well, at least it's not counterfeit, and it's guaranteed good that it's not uh, fraudulent. Legit Money Mike. Legit Money. Yeah, I'm not Bitcoin. (laughs) <laughs> the big point. You could hold me oh. in your hand. Wait a minute, that doesn't sound right. I apologize. Uh-oh. <laughs> he said, hey, Wait a minute, that sound keep right. your hands <laughs> in your pocket, okay? What's in your hand? Just a little bit? Yeah. No. Oh. Pocket, yeah. Sound like you're coming up short. Uh oh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I like the the sound of bit. That sounds painful. What's going on here? Hello, everybody. Hi, Hi. how are you? Ooh, you were good. (laughs) Very sneaky. You was good. All right. So what's up? It's uh, I was just thinking about the Fourth Amendment. Oh, what about it? You mean Article Fourth? Uh, I was actually Fourth? thinking about no Fourth Amendment of the Constitution. It's actually oh, yeah. it's actually Article, Article Four, four yeah. of the Bill of Rights. Yeah. But you can yeah. call it. Sure. Article 4 of the Bill of Rights. I was just thinking about how it doesn't apply to me. That means if you, if I reasonably suspect that you got something of mine, I could seize your property. Because that shit don't apply to me. Especially. Wait, wait a minute. Say that again. If you believe I, could, I, could, I have your bicycle. Yeah. If you could, if you believe I have your bicycle in my home, you yeah. could come and seize my property. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I could come in and get the prop, my bike, or I could take something of equal value. Yeah, definitely. I don't okay, have to see try that. See how far you get. See how far you get. But I'm, but I'm not arguing codes or statutes. Did I say that? Oh, well, who's speaking about that? I'm not. Mm-hmm. What, is that you, Donaldson, with that noise in the background? All right. No noise in here. But there you go. Well, let me ask the pro, the pro here. So I want to open my ears up here so I can get a good listen here. 
can I ask Mike a question? Mike Miller, a question about that Fourth know. Amendment? I don't know. Article can you? Four. Yeah, Article Four. Is it okay? I don't know. Can you? Is it okay? Is it okay? I don't know. Okay. I take it as a yes. I take it as a yes. Um, oh. So which which yes, section which section of the article uh, does does the Fourth Amendment refer to? Are you saying so? You're saying basically that the first ten amendments of of the uh, uh, are the Bill of Rights. That's what you're saying. So the are, are, in other words, the Fourth Amendment no. is actually no, I'm, the fourth I'm article of the Bill of Rights. The fourth article I'm, of the Bill of Rights. I'm saying. I believe there is a document called the Bill of Rights, mm-hmm. and there are a certain amount of articles in the Bill of Rights, mm-hmm. and then later on the Bill of Rights was attached to another document, and then things called quote-unquote amendments were added to it. The Bill of Rights existed mm-hmm. before this other document that you're talking about with the amendments. Uh-huh. But there are so no what? amendments. There uh-huh. are no amendments in the Bill of Rights. I never said there were, but let me ask you this: um, uh, with, with regard to the secession, let's say you get the Eleventh Amendment and the Twelfth and the Thirteenth and the Fourteenth and the Fifteenth. Uh, now, now, I know that when you think about law, right? When when Congress makes a statute. If there's a if there's a statute that follows it, usually hey, you're, the same you're subject matter. You're talking about amendments. I haven't you're even said anything about yet. Congress. You're talking about sta- mm-hmm. You're talking about so many different things. Yes, yes, I am. Is this an amendment or is this a statute? Let me let me narrow my my scope of discussion for you. Okay, thanks. Um, you're welcome. My my main interest is finding out whether you believe that the uh, search and seizure clauses of whatever, right, the the, the Constitution, you know, the U.S. Constitution, uh, if, if they actually apply to private people or to the government or to everyone. Well, first of all the Bill of Rights was first and then when they came up with this constitution or whatever it is, the Bill of Rights was did not change in any way and then they started adding what they called amendments on it and called it a constitution. But as far as I know, the Bill of Rights is part of the constitution. The rest of the constitution was added later which is why you hear arguments about this was never ratified, that was never ratified, because it was all shit that came later, after the Bill of Rights. And I don't know exactly who the Bill of Rights applies to, but it really has nothing to do with me as a man. Well, that's that's actually nice to hear. I I concur. I have to concur. I think we have we have consensus. I I have finally come to my senses and realized that the Fourth Amendment actually does only apply against government action, not against Probably. private action. Yeah, not against I, private I, stuff. 
I don't know for sure, but I think I would agree with that. That, that it applies to the government. More specifically said that it restricts the government on what it can and cannot do to its citizens or its people or something. Right. It's basically, textually, it's not Article 4 necessarily, obviously, of the Constitution, but uh, Amendment 4, so from 1791. It says the right of the people. So it's really talking about, again, that, 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 that group called the people. Okay. Which, uh, which and, just for the record, yeah. could mean several different things, the people. It could. Right? Yes, it could, yeah, definitely. And and the ambiguity is of the Constitution is just everywhere. Uh, yes. But the 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 whole thing about the unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated. Right. The right of the people to be secure in their persons, uh, uh, houses, papers, effects against against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated. Again, that does not even mention you or me as man. It doesn't. Yes, it does. I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah, it. See, to me, because that's one flaw I find with Bill Thornton, is he loves to say that he's one of the people of the state of California, and to me, that translates to I am one of the people of the corporation of Walmart, or I am one of the people of the. Little River chapter of the Boy Scouts of America. When they say the people, the people of what? They ha- they're, they don't say who the people are. The people of what? So if I choose not to be one of those people, I'm not. Yeah, actually, I think it's the word the. Sorry about the noise. The train taking off. But um, that word the is a very peculiar article, and it's 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 very specific too. And so when it says the, it is talking about a very specific group. And if right. if you know who that group is, which I believe you do, okay, could you share it with us? Well, here's here's another thought. You kind of you hit a big one when you talked about the word the, because the comes right before a thing. You don't say the Donaldson, the Mike, the Aquila. The comes before an inanimate object. The people. It's a thing, a mob of people, just a random sea of people, a blob of people. Well, actually, I think it's when when it uses, because if, if it was talking about random people, it would say a people, the right of a people, right, to be secure in their persons, places, and now it's talking about almost any people. But if it says their people, there's very specific intent. With that, who do you think they're talking about? I would say the citizens, or maybe very government good. employees. That's very good. That's right. 
That's why it doesn't even apply to you and me as part of that. Or, of the, yeah. or if I consent to being a registered voter or a citizen and I start acting like a registered voter or a citizen, then I kind of am. Because I said so. For some stupid reason, I decided I didn't want to be a man anymore. I wanted to be a lowly citizen or a registered voter. If I want to reduce my my capacity to some kind of office or occupation or title within the government, I kind of get what I get at that point. Mm -hmm. Let's move forward to the word reasonable or unreasonable because that's important too. Against unreasonable searches and seizures. Which is another big problem is what is reasonable and what is unreasonable and who gets to decide what is reasonable or unreasonable. Right. All kinds of problems. Every, every, mm-hmm. every phrase brings up new questions. Mm-hmm. So because... If, what if what if there's no standard for reasonableness? Then what? Then it's void for vagueness. It's too ambiguous. Doesn't so apply. So I can basically I I could just walk in and take my bike back from Aquila, right? Um, well, I would have to know what the situation is before I could just answer that. When you kind of jumped into the end of a story, I don't have any details on the story. Oh, Aquila gave an example earlier. She said, if, "If she stole my bike, she was, you know, if she had, if she had my bike in there against my will, and I, she asked me, could I just come in there? And, and she said she'd like to see me try to do it, try to see me come and take my bike back. You know, I see. Well, I guess at that point, when you're a citizen, you would look up the codes and statutes and see what rules you have to follow. But what if you're not? What if it doesn't apply to you?" Because remember what I said a second ago in the beginning was that government, it only applies to the government, against actions by the government. So if I was the government trying to come into her house and get the bike back for me, then yeah, obviously, if I had was in that capacity, yeah, she would have, an, she would have to, I'd have to have a warrant, I'd have to. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.